0: Warning, this podcast includes content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anybody really. Run while you still can, we're the Hapless Heroes. Oh,
1: shit sandwich. Kando lifts a leg and kicks her in the head.
2: Oh Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
3: And welcome to a very, very, very special episode of Hapless Heroes. So tonight we're kind of without a couple of our main cast members. We decided we're still going to record and called in some troops. So I'm going to pass the torch over to Dave here to kind of give us a little uh, little intro and talk about what's going to happen tonight. This is going to be a full play session. We're going to just go through until we find a natural end. So it might be a couple hours, maybe three hours. Who knows?
0: Who knows? It's it's going to be a fun time. So, um, yeah. Long story short, I got the word that uh, we were going to be doing a very special episode with about, oh, about 28 hours notice. And like most DMs uh, who are given uh, that kind of notice to write three hours worth of in-game material... Well, I go with what I know, and what I know happens to be uh, what we're going to be doing tonight is an adaptation of one of my very favorite modules in all of gaming history. It's uh, called Injection, and it was a module written for uh, Bad Lords of the 23rd Century, which is a um, sci-fi, shoot-everything-you-lay-eyes-on kind of uh, game happening in the future. Lots of aliens, whole source books full of nothing but guns, and we're going to strip that down and turn it into something D&D-friendly. On the fly,
4: mother of mercy, because that's how we
0: <laughs> fucking roll up in and- so, Sweet mother of mercy, sweet Christmas. So we'll start by introducing our uh, cast members and having them give just a brief description of their character and what they're doing. So uh, first on my left, we have Francesco, and who are you playing?
3: I am playing Rock Nanak.
0: Rock Nanak,
3: and he is a Firbolg druid. All of right, the moon. So he can shapeshift a lot and do some cool stuff.
0: Okay, so that kind of Druid of the Moon, as opposed to the one who just sort of drops trout at inappropriate times.
3: He might, though, because he actually is completely oblivious to social expectations. That's he's fantastic. been he's been a hermit. And a Does waving. he even have
4: pants on right now?
3: Um, I would say it's definitely uh, it's it's they're pretty rough pants. They're pretty rough <laughs> pants. Yeah. Air quilt pants. Hewn, you know, hewn together with like random leaves and things of the forest. Pretty much like he looks like a giant Viking elf is the best way I can describe him, like long, but like with a long white beard, pulled back hair, pointy ears, and he's seven foot six and 300 pounds. But he's a super, super nice guy. A gentle giant. In fact, he enjoys the world's delights a little too much now that he's returned to it.
0: All right. And to his left, we have John playing the incomparable, I do love this character, by the way, Hondo the Merciless. So John, tell us a little bit about Hondo.
1: Uh, so Hondos a bounty hunter who already believes he is the greatest mercenary in the world his <laughs> ego is insurmountable
0: Fabulous. go <laughs> so, uh, a little bit more about him like uh, what you know, is he a human is he um...
1: he he is a human okay um, he tends to charge in blindly but he is also prone to pushing others ahead of him if it suits his purposes
0: all right. <laughs> fantastic. Now, going around the table to John's left, we have James. And who are you playing tonight?
4: I will be playing Sidious Vale.
0: Sidious Vale. See, that's that's a name you can set your watch to if you Sidious. were setting your watch to evil. <laughs>
4: Sidious is the son of a whore, and at a young age, he made a dark deal to acquire a bit of a magique.
5: All However...
4: Right. As he grew up,
5: is that spelled with a Q?
4: He started to see the evils of the world, and he resented a bit this uh, this devilish deal he once made.
0: Which is interesting. So because he lives a life of, most of turmoil. World, yeah, most of the world would see a tiefling as the evils of the world because, <laughs> well, you look like the devil. Right. You got like big horns
4: and stuff. Yes.
0: Horns, the tail, cloven hooves, I think. Yep. Yeah. Well, so yes, you know. I'm a
4: tiefling warlock. Damn.
0: All right, and to his left to round out our uh, group for the evening, <clears throat> we've got Melvin, played by Zach. Tell us a little bit about Melvin. His name is Melvin Aluminumion,
5: <laughs> and uh, he's a half elf. <laughs> he's a half elf sorcerer. All right, and uh, he seems to be some sort of a, a librarian, and uh, he's a sort of a brainy guy. Uh, and he he first gained his powers after being bullied by other uh, elves, and uh, given a swirly in an elf toilet. And upon um, em- <laughs> emerging <laughs> emerging from <laughs> from the soiled waters, he uh, had his sorcerer's powers.
0: And his name is Melvin. Melvin Which Just like the most appropriate name <laughs> for a bully librarian. <laughs> like in the history of everything. Like I can't even top that.
5: Melvinium. And it just happened by chance too. It did. I was thinking of this character today and naming his, him Melvin and then Fran gave me this character and I was like, well, this is... This is perfect. This is Melvin. This is, this is Melvin. The, this is the
3: Melvin I Melvin I hoped and dreamed for. Yeah. So so
0: and there's your glimpse into the creative process of the hapless heroes podcast, yeah. wherein we come up with a couple of wacky names and we literally just bullshit our way through it. This week it on seems behind the to be music,
3: working well for us so far.
0: It's been working fantastically. It's good well. for like me, guy. it doesn't even have a right to be working this well. No, it,
3: it's okay. Well, we'll just keep riding in its coattails until
0: it yeah, up to us, un- until something terrible happens. But anyway, so we're. Going uh, We're going to play a game wherein uh, we all give everyone characters that were rolled up on the same day, and I'm going to on the fly adapt an adventure, and this is going to be the coolest shit ever. Unless it isn't.
3: In which case, direct your complaints. Uh,
0: (laughs) Squarely (laughs) at my ass.
4: Insert Fran's email here.
3: (laughs) No, I'm not (laughs) putting my
0: email in. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyhow, so we set the scene in the Beautiful resort town of Mount Rose. Oh. In the grand kingdom of Cron Nessus, a couple of days' ride down the shoreline in nice tropical climate. It's a seaside town in a harbor. The mountains, the namesake Mount Rose, is right behind it. Absolutely gorgeous, idyllic paradise that you guys find yourselves in because you were all invited here. Ooh.
1: Mount Rose. Mount Rose. It's the beginning of Enter the Dragon.
5: Who like rose in as in Mountain like Europe. a flower, or rose as in perpendicular to columns.
4: R O S E, the flower. As in kissed by a rose,
0: all the great. <laughs>
2: oh. ba, ba,
0: no Batman here to save you guys yet, but you have all received no. invitations. They were unsigned. Unsigned, But they all have the unique sigil of a raven with his wings spread looking off to the side at the bottom of the invite.
2: Okay.
0: With a promise for answers that you were looking for. Mm. And that you are to speak with a man named Claude at the casino which is right on the waterfront there in Mount Rose. At... 10 in the morning not to be confused with 11 in the afternoon but 10 in the morning <laughs> on a Tuesday and this is right around the uh, late spring time we're just kind of getting toward the summer months but haven't quite gotten there yet something the weather nice, here is yeah. fantastic as always because well tropical climates like let's consider this like the south of France or something sure Yep. Yeah. okay beautiful yep so you guys all coming from various parts do we know each other no you do not okay. nor do you even know that anybody else is arriving until you all reach our good friend funky claude i would
3: like to say that before i enter the resort because i am this sixth or seven foot six, like hulking mass of yes. like humanoid. Yeah, um, I'm going to use my short rest ability to just use disguise self as a furball magic like, yeah. ability to make myself appear like human or like elf height. So like more like maybe around six feet tall. Okay. So that I fit in or blend in a little bit more all with right. um, the people here.
0: That that's good. Now, uh, now that we're all arriving somewhere in public, and I know not all of you are really big on public sorts of people I'd like to ask the Jake from Steak Farm question what are y'all wearing
3: well Rock has no idea what the hell to wear so he's he's just wearing like these sort of like leafy um, like 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 studded leather garbs okay like there's like they're, they're made of like leather and le- leather and but the studs are more made of wood it's all very it's all natural like you know because right. druids
5: kind of slightly
3: leather like that. Though. yeah right okay But you know, very
1: leafy and like loose and baggy. Now that I'm a little shorter.
0: (laughs) Awesome, Hondo. What are you wearing?
1: Hondo is wearing very fancy armor.
0: Fancy armor. Extremely
1: decorated, but still useful and versatile in his movements. What kind
0: of armor are we talking about here?
1: Uh, what that splint? Heavy armor. Yeah.
0: Heavy Heavy armor. Heavy armor, like a splint mail. Okay. You get some really odd looks. As you are walking into a resort waterfront casino. But I look like in a armor, in armor, <laughs> Ostensibly, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume that you're also armed to the teeth while you do this. Yes.
1: <laughs> Proudly, nonetheless. People are,
0: yes. I don't know whether you're not the sort to be oblivious about it, but people are looking at you funny.
1: Oh, I'm aware, and I love it.
0: Alrighty then, Sidious, people are already looking at you funny and giving the, the malocchio, you know, trying to ward off the evil eye as you walk past, but just humor us. What are you wearing?
4: Sidious pushes open the door to the casino wearing a all-white bathing suit bottom that contrasts his black skin perfectly and it even has a little tail hole where his, his dragon tail can swing out the back of his the swimsuit. devil
0: tail. I absolutely loathe the fact that I am about to ask this question. And I part of me really does not want the answer. <laughs> but is it Trunks or a Speedo? Trunks. I
3: was actually, I was, I was, I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was curious. So. If it
4: was personal life, it would probably be a Speedo, but...
3: I feel like
2: he, the relief he would have on... some
4: modesty and he's rolling in trunks on ready to party Thank he you. wants answers Thank but he's ready to party we're at a resort
0: the relief on this side of the screen is palpable folks alright Melvin
5: I'm a little bit more modest than Sidious <laughs> I'm uh, I'm wearing my my red scholars robes and uh, sort of a A large skull cap that hides the the points of my half elven ears okay and um, sort of like Roman uh, like uh, sandals with long straps that move up the ankles
0: some real old-timey magic user garb going on there It's interesting. People might mistake you for a wizard if you uh, happen to be wearing a lot of books. And if we all... If they make
5: that mistake, that's their problem.
0: It is. That's a them problem. That is not a you problem because you didn't advertise yourself as anything. You're just wearing clothes. I'm modest. You do get a little bit of funny looks because, well, it's all fine and good seeing a magic user in a school... Or in a research institute, or even wearing the the formal blue robes of the civil mages, as there would be around here. I also... I gotta
5: say... I just look like a librarian.
0: Okay. (laughs) So... Things are going on here in the kingdom of Nessus and um, just to kind of catch the party and the listeners up just a little bit, Nessus is uh, to the southwest of the kingdom of Aralon, where we've all started, and it is home to, north of here, the great city of Tarantis. There's
3: a large sea between Aralon and Tarantis. Yeah, but...
4: You couldn't swim across it?
0: Uh, no. Okay. No, it's... it's several It's
3: several days' journey by boat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And by the special kinds of boats that would be sailing in and out of the harbor at Tarantis. Now, Tarantis isn't the pastoral paradise that is uh, the kingdom of Vesh. Tarantis is absolutely gigantic. It's the biggest city in the world, and it's a clockwork city. The vast majority of power, powering the things that uh, people use in their daily lives, are funneled out of this gigantic... hole in the ground that magic is just shooting up out of and getting harvested as it's shooting out of the ground in the middle of the city so there's a great lake convergence and they're harvesting this power to run what is essentially an early steampunk empire without the steam fair enough with the punk
4: yeah (laughs) all the punk (laughs) so
3: the kind of
0: the steam yeah So the boats, those are all steamships, but instead of being powered by, oh, say, fire, they're all powered by what are called civil mages, which are magi, wizards as they were, under the pretense of working for the government, are there to kind of fill the gaps in day-to-day life that grand amounts of magic used to. So now, let's say in a train... We do have a few of those. You'll have instead of a big boiler, you'll have a nice, luxurious car up front where a civil mage will keep a fire stoked in the engine.
4: Fair enough.
3: Because we did explain, like at the very beginning of this campaign, like in our intro, this is like yeah. like, a, like a like mild magic world, like you know, where is people would be able to probably just make to just teleport people from one city to another. Before still the out upheaval, now it's pretty much like, like he said, like a mage powering a fire at the front of a train because like the. The spread of power is much less these days.
0: Now, it's a great job to have if you can get it. Civil Mage pays well enough to live well for the rest of your life. If, one, you happen to have any kind of magical power, which you've got about as much chance of having magical power as you do of having the physical prowess to get into the NFL. It's a gift, and it's a rare one and you have to be able to cultivate it to use it under uh, kind of specific and precise conditions. Throwing around gigantic fireballs is all fine and good, but being able to keep a nice steady fire going in a firebox is a little bit different. And it takes somewhat of a more controlled personality for that sort of thing. Acuity. Yes. <laughs> and we kind of digressed a little bit there, but um, the city of Mount Rose is about... A day's ride by train to the south. It's the next major bay south on the map. And that's the resort we're at. Yeah, Yeah. and that's the resort city that you guys are at. Still very much in the uh, technological uh, sphere of influence of Tarantus. Okay. So here you guys are rolling into this uh, casino on the water.
2: Okay.
3: Rock is looking around just fascinating. Because he's never been in a casino before. Yeah. Like this, like all of like the, the lavish decorations, like the whole scenery to him is just like he's just got his eyes like wide open because this is like yeah. nothing he's ever experienced in his life. Yeah,
0: and this he's is. He's been
3: around like two hundred and fifty-seven yeah. years. so.
0: And you're catching the city at the best possible time. It's right at the beginning of the yearly music festival in uh, the city of Mount Rose.
4: Sidious realizes that this is not a party. Everybody's here for business, so he armors up. He takes the two minutes. No, no need to be in my all trunks.
0: Right. Well, are you sure about that? Because this is very much a party city right now.
4: Yeah, but don't I see these guys here? Yeah, but you know, yeah. we're all Hondo kind of is looking. Walking, at you, I think we're all walking way. in at different <laughs> times to like the
3: reception yeah. or whatever to yeah. ask where this guy is. You're
0: looking yeah. for a man named Claude. Claude, right? Oh, so, I'll right. stay in my see. trunks. Though. So, the first one to arrive would be Hondo the Merciless.
1: Hondo walks in like he owns the place. And goes up to the front desk.
0: Okay. And asks
1: for Claude. <laughs> what does he say? Anybody seen Claude?
0: Why? But yes, of course we would have seen Claude. What is your what is your business with Claude?
1: I have a meeting with him at ten o'clock.
0: Do you now? Okay. C'est bon. Uh, come over this way, and you're led to a room uh, on the side, just a little bit of a waiting room not far from the coat check really just sort of a little sub ante room that most people wouldn't even see they'd look right over but there it is next up would be rock
3: so rock lumbers in well i mean less lumbery now because he's of average height now so does that
0: actually change your physical dimensions it does okay
3: and because it's for magic. It's like one of their racial abilities. But okay. where does the rest of it and go? I'm just trying
0: to make sure that that's not... It's just magically concealed. Yeah. Trying to make sure it's not an illusion where you're actually still seven feet tall and I just mean, present as five feet or something. It,
3: it, it does say it allows me to alter my height. So like, okay. I'm assuming that, that it's actually a physical alteration and not an illusion.
0: Yep, and that that seems consistent with the kind of magic you're using, so I'll take it.
3: Okay, fair enough. And uh, But he's, again, like just looking around in amazement at... like everything happened. He sees all, like, the games, tables, and all the things, and, like, you know, he feels this drive to kind of go over there because his curiosity about, like, the modern world is... Yeah. Like, very... Like, it's peaked right now. All right. But he realizes he's here for a purpose. So he waits for the front desk person to come back, and he just kind of just holds out this letter and kind of says, Claude.
0: I, I do not recognize this letter. Claude generally signs the things he has... But this is not the us today. You say you have uh, a meeting with Claude?
3: Yes, looking for Claude. I am looking for Claude.
0: Claude. He pauses for a second. C'est bon. This way. And leads you over to the room, which already contains one Hondo, the merciless. <laughs> so. So he...
3: I see him, like you know, in this like decorated armor, and I just yes. kind of like, I mean, I just kind of nod my beardy face at him, but
1: just sit down <laughs> quietly. And I know kind of gives him a side eye. Goes back and just counting the tiles on the wall.
0: I'm giving people side eye already. <laughs> it is not, no. lavish two by two tiles on the wall. Not Still too big. Counting. They're not like def- <laughs> they're not quite big tiles. They're not quite small tiles. They're all immaculate white marble. Our next one to enter is Melvin.
5: Melvin walks up to the desk. He says, Hello, my name is Melvin. I'm looking for Claude.
0: Of course you are. Everyone is looking for Claude this morning. He's a busy man. He does not have time for this.
5: Well, I need to see him. I have a letter.
0: I'm sure you do, Michelle. Would you
5: like to see my letter?
0: That is quite all right. This way, sir. Oh, thank you. And shows you into the room, which now contain one Rock and one Hondo. Hi, guys.
1: Hondo is now clearly perturbed that more people are
5: showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys, are you looking for Claude?
1: Rock just kind of
3: smiles and grunts, but doesn't say anything. Hondo rolls his eyes and...
0: All right, so you're all... uh, So, Melvin is quite cheerful, and Rock, we can't quite make out what he is feeling quite at this time. And Hondo is just as outwardly antagonistic as someone the Merciless would be. Fantabulous. So, our final guest, strolling in wearing his... uh, White... Swim shorts. White swim shorts. My I am so happy they are shorts. <laughs> Rolling in as though he had just spent the entire morning on the beach is Sidious Vale. What do you do, Sidious Vale?
4: Sidious is going to also approach the desk and say,
0: No, don't. My don't. name? No. No. <laughs> no, monsieur. Whatever it is, just no.
3: (laughs) No shirt, no shoes, no service.
4: (laughs) You will take me to Claude, please.
0: I will do whatever suits me, devil.
4: If you'd like to be here for much longer, you'll show me to Claude, since you so rudely interrupted me
0: before. Security! Security! <laughs> two burly men come out of, uh, the back of the <laughs> by burly we're talking about mob burly so, they don't have necks James
3: listen out of character aside here don't worry you actually have charisma as this character you might be able to talk your way out of this at this time <laughs> yeah I know this is not like your typical suit <laughs> right right but you don't have to smash now. You can smash with words.
4: You're right. I can. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> smash with words. So
4: what? Okay. So I'm. am just. I'm still standing. I have done nothing wrong. The burly men come out and what?
0: They stand one on each side of you, and our man at the desk. Would you like to rephrase your question?
4: If you'd please show me to Claude, none of this would be necessary.
0: This is my domain, and I will determine myself what is necessary. As it is, Claude seems to be a very popular man this morning. This way. And he leads you to uh, the room where the rest are. The two heavies remain in tow. Good. I'll need them. And he shows you into a room which features one rock, one Hondo, and one Melvin. Hi. <laughs> Christ.
5: What's your name? You look you look like a good friend.
0: Are you looking at who you're looking
5: at? Uh Sidious. Because <laughs> you're looking at me when you're saying that, but you're talking to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so.
4: The name is Sidious Vale.
5: Oh, nice to meet you.
4: These are my friends, Nut and Sack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gentlemen. Um, Hando's eyes bulge, but this seems like the first one he actually enjoys having the presence of.
0: <laughs> the one with the least amount of visible neck shakes his head. No. No, you are not his friend. <laughs> um... He makes it clear, but very silently. Neither of these men have so much as grunted yet. <laughs>
4: I assume we're here looking for Claude.
0: Yes,
3: Rock, look for Claude.
4: Sidious rolls his eyes as it sounds like Rock has the mental capacity of a rock.
1: I see you roll your eyes at me, <laughs> devil. Hondo's pretending he's not here anymore.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nodding my so head. So I'm going
4: <laughs> to. I'm assuming I mean, there's some level of table in there. I'm gonna just take a <laughs> seat there are, are chairs
0: along the walls okay Sidious is going to take 12... a seat and yeah. uh padded velvet chairs very at this point
4: tied. he does see that everybody else is dressed for business so he's he's gonna put his armor on while so we're... you were
0: carrying around in what a beach bag
4: a satchel yeah i hit a satchel with my towel and my
5: sunscreen
2: <laughs>
0: i hope he's he a well-prepared down this whole time too right Do
5: you have sunglasses?
4: I feel like the devil wouldn't need to wear sunglasses.
5: To look cool, man.
4: (laughs) Yeah, maybe some mirrored Ray-Bans. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. All right.
5: Makes sense.
0: (laughs) So, you guys are left to stew in there for a little bit. Right. No one comes right away. Is anybody doing anything while you wait? Um
3: rock is just kind of sitting there hunched like holding his quarter staff to like support his weight a little bit and uh, you can kind of see like in some of the armor he's wearing just like 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 insects like buzzing around and stuff like that he's just kind of like sitting there like nonchalant every now and again he'll brush like a, a bee off his face or something
0: what are you up to hondo
1: hondo is pre- trying to pretend he's not uncomfortable in the small room and all of his armor <laughs> is it ten, <laughs> is it 10 yet
0: it's after ten now. Maybe about quarter after. Did any of you bother to stop to get a watch while you were in town? No. And but why I... would you? They're right. expensive nowadays. Right. It's a watch. Yeah.
1: Hondo's pacing.
5: How about you, Melvin? <laughs> I've got a. I've got a scroll. I'm reading, <clears throat> sort of laughing to myself, sort of going, <laughs> at certain times
0: so you guys sit here for maybe about 20 minutes or so twiddling your thumbs and waiting around and getting progressively more perturbed if you're the sort of person to get perturbed or you will continue to be progressively oblivious to what's going on if you i don't know are stuck in the scroll version of the funny papers or however you are in a long wait you are exacerbated by that much before in in the door walks a Tall, lanky man with curly hair and very disheveled look about him. This is a this looks like the sort of guy who hasn't gotten a good night's sleep in about two months. He's absolutely frazzled. He has a button-down shirt and the buttons are button crooked. He's absolutely fried. He comes in. Hello, gentlemen, my name is Claude. What are you what are you looking for me for? Well, I have a letter. Yes, yes. Many people have letters. What about this letter? Well, let me let me read it here. All right. So I take it you show him the letter. Yeah. And he reads through it. Oh, uh, skims through it. And as he gets to the bottom, and his eyes see the uh, bird figure at the bottom, that raven figure, his eyes widen a little bit. He pauses. Sighs. Ah, oh, yes. I assume the rest of you have similar letters.
1: Yeah, Rock pulls it out. He's like, "Yes." Hondo pulls his out. City just nods.
0: Fair enough. If you do not, see a funeral. That's right his Fay.
4: We all we're all pulling our letters out. All right. Well,
0: <laughs> no. <of course. laughs> yeah. if, if you're faking it, it's not Claude's problem.
4: Right. Right.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Rock.
2: Just... <clears throat> yeah. Let and
0: he leads you out of the room and through a little bit of the casino where there's various games of chance and skill being played. Yeah,
3: again, Rock's eyes just like are like scanning every table. He's yeah. just, ooh, some
4: shiny. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so I'm shiny.
0: Obviously, there are no slots here, as we're not at that point in human history, so it's pretty much all table games. And you pass through and you go up a very ornate staircase. Maybe about 15 20 feet wide, red carpet, um, brass rails going all the way up, lots of curly, spirally things, and um, you know, the general accoutrements you would see on a nice staircase in a casino somewhere. He leads you up the flight of stairs and to a set of double doors, one of many uh, on the wall, uh, on the wall at the top of the stairs. Pulls a key out uh, from his upper pocket like a skeleton key. Unlocks the door. Leads you all in. The room is somewhat dimly lit. And as soon as you enter the room, you can hear someone absolutely going nuts on a guitar in there. You have never heard anybody play like this before in your entire lives. I don't know if most of you are... Your characters are the sort who are music people... But if you are, you would be moved. And if you aren't, then you probably don't give two shits, but the guitar playing carries on anyway. And you are led uh, around a curtain and into an auditorium where a three-piece jazz band is on stage, just absolutely, you know, going ham on their stuff. Instrumental piece. Oh, there's a mic. No. No. I need to scratch myself. There is no microphone up front. There are no microphones. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to describe a scene here. But the other thing you notice is, aside from one person sitting about two-thirds of the way up, in uh, the middle, in the middle, the bottom level there, there's one man sitting there. Claude leads you in to a row right behind this guy. And gestures at you all to take a seat
3: so we take I, I mean yes. Rock takes a seat immediately
0: yep how about oh, the rest of you
4: it's rude to stand during such a good jazz performance
0: I suppose it would be
4: Sidious might even kick his feet up a little bit all just right. uh, taking in
0: Yeah. We're, we're here for the ride yep so the man sitting in front of you pays you no mind at all uh, the band continues to just absolutely go nuts and they play through their instrumental piece. They finish the song. The man in front of you stands and applauds. Bravo, bravo, Stephen. Such a good job. Wonderful. You're absolutely going to blow them away. How about you guys take 15? And uh, the band acknowledges him, takes a short little bow, and walks off the stage. The man in front slowly turns to you all. He's maybe about six foot tall, wearing wearing a white suit, kind of like you would see a wealthy vacationer uh, wear, or like you'd see Hannibal Lecter wearing at the end of Silence of the Lambs. Nice.
4: <laughs> I like that visual better.
0: But, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's about six foot tall, looks almost, but not entirely unlike Matthew McConaughey. Dark hair. <laughs> Gentleman is so... Good to see all of you today. Now you may be wondering, why on earth are all of you here with letters? Well, a funny story, that. <laughs> it's all about questions. Questions, questions, questions. I'm sure you all have plenty, and you're all here because of them.
1: This guy sounds oddly familiar. Hondo also thinks he recognizes... From the descriptions he's heard on the street, but he's not certain. Mm-hmm. I was saying that out of game. Yeah. This voice tone sounds oddly familiar.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> now, as a symbol of good faith, I'll start with you folks. Any questions from the audience?
1: Honda asks, ask, why did you bring us here?
0: Well, you're here because you wanted to be here. You see... Every minute of every day, everyone does exactly what they want to do. And what you all want to do is ask a question. And we'll get to that question a little bit later. But anything more run of the mill, shall we say? What do you want? (laughs) do i want (laughs) i have no wants i'm a simple man of leisure all of my wants are seen to, as it were (laughs) what can we do for you
5: then i don't understand this invite what was the exact wording of the letter again
0: it was actually very terse and it was uh just i know what you're looking for and you know meet claude here at this time in this place Really? Nobody's going to answer ask the obvious questions here?
3: What am I looking for?
1: Who are you?
2: <laughs> God! It's enlightening
0: to see people barking up the right tree. The perceptive the one you are. I didn't want to
4: ask. You. <laughs> I, mean, I already know the answer. I think I already know the answer. In this
0: time and place, they call me Mr. Black. I suppose that'll do as uh-huh. well as any time Not I've a had. D- one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: the questions <laughs> you all have, and the question I have for all of you, one in relation to ones that you've all asked, what would you ask of death? The smile fades from his face on the last syllable. All of you have at one point, maybe in the silences of your soul, or maybe out loud in the streets, uttered some desperate plea to the goddess of death for something. But But what would it be? What could you possibly ask for an intercession of the Raven Queen herself?
1: Hando stands up bravely and says, I must be the greatest bounty hunter and mercenary of all time. I wish for you to never visit me again.
2: Hmm.
0: You wish to be exempt from death. That is correct his cheshire grin returns as broad and as glorious as anything you could ever see well that that's a noble goal
3: rock kind of scoffs at that he says if this raven queen you speak of still operates why does she allow these droves of undead to roam our lands and spoil our nature?
0: Ah. You see, that question is tied up intimately with why I'm here. You see, immortals, especially those afflicted with divinity, well, for them, the line between duty and play becomes a bit blurry. and Of course, like any people who take their play and their game seriously, there are, of course, rules. In this case, for a game that's been going on since time immemorial, the rules are many. They're quite complex and byzantine. The Raven Queen herself can't always intercede with the world of the living, which is why I've been brought on, as you might say, as her factor in this place. Now, you shake your head, Mr. Sidious. Do you have a something on your mind there?
4: Why is Justin Bieber still alive?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Who?
0: Oh, silly devil, because there's a time and a place for everything and everyone to die. Has he not toiled us long enough? Apparently not.
4: (laughs) Fair enough, Death.
0: Now, you flatter me. I'm not Death. I'm merely her aspect here. Death's
4: factor. Death. One and the same.
0: <laughs> uh, you flatter me, my good man. But what would you have to ask the Raven Queen for?
4: Perhaps she could see me out of this. Dastardly deal I made with a devious fiend a long
0: fortnight ago. <laughs> it's the sort of request that would be generally outside of her bailiwick. However, I feel your pain. I know your strife. I know precisely <laughs> where you're coming from. Let me tell you, it's not the most enviable of positions and. Extricating oneself from that can be a challenge. The
4: shackles of evil are heavy.
0: (laughs) I suppose the shackles of duty like that would absolutely be. Personally, I've always found evil to be somewhat freeing, but I guess that's a matter of perspective. (laughs) Ah, uh, you—you're an odd one there, Hi. Melvin. Was it?
5: <laughs> How do you do? I'm Melvin Illuminumion.
0: Well, I do quite well for myself. <laughs> what about you? What could possibly be bringing you here? Well. <laughs> It's okay. We're taking a very light character and putting him in very grim circumstances.
4: Yes. <laughs> Rick Moranis feel, was just dropped down in the middle of fucking Feel free to take <laughs> a little bit Max. of pause
0: because trying to reconcile these things is going to take a little bit of work. So if you've got to pause for a second to figure out what what your headspace is, go for it. Yeah, I'll let I get pause. it pause. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. In my studies, I still find certain tomes certain scrolls indecipherable and only the dead i feel would hold the secret
0: you do understand of course that dead generally tend to not be particularly forthcoming
5: hmm. oh well <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, such good humor I haven't seen in so long. (sighs) So it used to be in the old days that people would make pleas to the gods. I guess they would be called the old gods around here. Such an interesting plane I've found myself on, but I digress. Anyhow... The Raven Queen, or whatever god would be on the receiving end of such a plea, would in their infinite capriciousness decide to grant, or not grant, boons, as they would see fit. Unfortunately, our friend the Raven Queen has fallen on something like hard times, as our good friend here brought up. Her reach isn't quite so infinite anymore, which is why I've been brought on to do a little bit of troubleshooting, as it were. See, her job as death isn't so much to make people die and isn't to have domain over the dead. It's merely to make sure that deaths happen in the appropriate times and places and to make sure that things go off without a hitch. Example, things like the undead cropping up are very much counter to her goals, as it were. So it's been a hard few years for our friendly patron there. So I've been brought out to let's say sort things right. Since she obviously isn't granting boons anymore, what I am prepared to do is intercede on your behalf in exchange for a little bit of assistance with something that may or may not be coming to pass. Now, should you all succeed, your boons will be granted to the very, very best of her abilities. Yes, Hondo, this does mean that you could potentially become exempt from death i would know it's worked fantastically for me and i dare say it has very much improved my quality of life (laughs) (laughs) as it were and for the rest of you other similar boons now we're going to start with a little bit of investigation see some things have been going on in our favorite city of Tarantis up to the north and I'd like some eyes on the scene now I suppose I could act on this personally but like I outlined these are complex rules to this game and I dare not show my hand quite so early so I'm going to send you what I would like you gentlemen to do is check up on a fellow named Cheng. Sort of an odd name, I believe. I want to say his family is from somewhere out west. I suppose it's not important, but what is important is that our friend Cheng is a civil mage working for the city of Tarantis, obviously, and he had been ceding information to certain people I've been keeping an eye on. About a week ago, things went silent with him. So I'm going to send you to my estate in the outskirts of Tarantis, where you will meet some of my employees, and they'll get you set up on your way to check on our friend Cheng here.
3: On the way to Tarantis, you said?
0: Yeah, so um, Mr. Black has... In a state on the outskirts of Tarantis, where you guys will be headed by train. Okay. And from there, you will meet with his staff on site, and they'll give you the specific details you need to check in on our friend Cheng here.
4: Do we run into any problems at customs or immigration?
0: You haven't been there yet.
4: Okay.
3: We're in the same kingdom anyway, so I think we're all right.
4: You think so? Until the psychopath leader bans you from nine fucking countries.
0: Yeah, who's the leader of Tarantus?
4: Right.
3: Right.
0: Well, right now, it would be... All of a
4: sudden, halflings aren't allowed anymore or something like that. Some crazy shit's going on in Tarantus.
0: Yeah, I don't think I gave him a name, but it's whoever the current leader is. We haven't... The coronation uh, hasn't happened yet.
4: Thank God. There's still time yes anyways okay so we're on
0: the train nor nor is there any hints of a coronation of anybody new coming up or anything like that for other dm's reference this is happening about six months after the current stuff going on in uh in our campaign so this is the following spring yes this is the future the future fly right into the future (laughs) Okay. Now, I will, of course, have to ask you gentlemen to take your leave. I need to spend a little bit more time listening to the musical stylings of our friend Stephen here. He's so good. This is something of a last chance to see. He's probably only got about six months or so left on this world. Give or take. I don't really get the best of intel on these sorts of things, but I have it on very good authority that this is going to be one of his last shows. I wanted to at least make sure I was here for the sound check. Morbid. (laughs) Yes, I suppose you can't help but be.
4: Sidious stands up, starts making his way out the back of the theater. Obviously, this man knows a lot, and he's... uh. His wishes are to be respected. If he wants us to take our leave, we'll we'll wander about for a
1: bit.
3: Yeah, Rex uh, just kind of walks out, scratching his head. Hondo gets up and
1: follows Sidious.
4: Not really sure what to make of this. Right.
0: Before you go, gentlemen, an admonition: things things balance on a knife's edge. You never know when something terrible could happen he points two fingers and a blast of eldritch power flies out of his fingers directly at hondo
3: tries to dodge no you can't try to dodge no it all depends on what his to hit is
0: that's a 27 against your armor class
3: that's that's a hit just barely just a ditch (laughs) i'm gonna guess when he starts counting you know it's
0: bad. You take 40 damage directly to the center of your chest.
3: Holy Jesus! For sure I'm dead. No, you're, I'm you're, a, you're exactly at zero hit points. Yeah. You have exactly 40 hit points.
0: <laughs> Blows your ass into the wall.
3: <laughs> and I, uh... I mean, Rock... Like, I, I've only just met these people, but, like, you see him immediately sort of, like... Like, kind of... Sort of, like, like stand up towards... Um, towards Mr. Black, and you can hear, like, the snarl of, like, a wolf behind his breath, but he says nothing else. He just kind of looks at him with these, like, really intense, like, bluish-green eyes.
0: Do you dare, Firbalg? still early. I haven't had a quality lunch yet. You
3: ask—you you send us on a task, and then you immediately attack one of us. I don't understand
0: you. <laughs> and you see— A wise uh, man once said— hmm. Understanding is not a prerequisite for obedience. Claude, would you see to it that this man is treated? And our friend Claude quickly comes into the room and picks up the... not quite lifeless, but quite nearly form of... uh, Super unconscious. Of Hondo. (laughs) And hauls him out, um, takes him to a local first aid station. Do make sure they're quick. They have a train to catch in five hours. So I mean
4: <laughs> Sidious is unfazed by any yeah. of this. Happy that it wasn't him. Watched watched Hondo go flying across into
0: the wall. You just got a shrugged master Shrugged your shoulders. Yeah. Right. You just got yep. a master class in what an Eldritch blast is supposed, supposed to, to look, look like. Supposed to
4: look like. Yep. Well executed, sir. <laughs> You'll so our train leaves in five hours?
0: Yes. As soon as, uh, as soon as Hondo has received the medical attention, which he most certainly both needs and deserves. Thank you for being such a good sport about this, old chap.
1: Hondo groans on the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Claude, will see to it that you have your tickets. All right. So, so now can all... we leave? Yes, you are all seen out the door.
3: Goodness. <laughs> So, Rock, you see him, like, start checking Hondo. Like, he says, are you still hurt? Hondo can barely speak at this time. Yeah. I mean, I check him out. It doesn't really appear that he's still injured, right?
0: Um, after the medics get to him, which happened to be uh, an actual honest-to-God cleric taking care of you, you are patched up. You are sore as all hell. And will probably need a little bit of help getting in, getting to the train and to your seat. But other than that you will be okay by tomorrow
1: that devil dented my armor <laughs> sorry sidious no offense
0: <laughs> that devil damn there took your head <laughs> off your shoulders <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs>
3: okay well i guess um
0: so you all have a bit of a train ride ahead of you
3: it's five hours from now
0: that is roughly about five hours from now yes how
3: far away is the train 20-minute walk because knowing that he has time now yeah and rock being completely you know still reintegrating himself into civilization is yeah. going to walk right over to one of the card tables and inspect what is going on because he's just click curious like he might even sit down and like attempt to play okay but like you know we don't have to do that necessarily but i'm just saying that like this is what he is expressing his interest in doing since we have several hours to kill him.
0: Fantastic. Do you have any currency on you, Rock?
3: Uh, yeah, not much, though. Five gold.
0: You have five gold. Excellent. So, uh, not terribly far from you is a, uh, blackjack table with a one gold buy-in.
3: I mean, he'll, he'll sit, uh, he'll, he'll try to observe a game or two being played, because he has no idea what the hell any of this is. Okay. And then once he feels like he has a general gist of what's going on, All right. he'll give it a shot. Just toss a gold piece on.
0: Toss a gold piece? Okay. Fantastic!
3: Roll and you d- just see him like get yep. really, really excited. Roll a d twenty. Okay, sixteen.
0: You win this hand,
3: and you see him like just get really excited. So like, you no. get
0: two gold back for your one that you put out.
3: Nice. Do people start like, like, like? Do they? I mean, it's just one thing, but um, I mean, he'll he'll play it At again. At the table,
0: there's just some very subdued golf claps.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll I mean immediately find enjoyment in that and, tr- and, and put two gold pieces of it in. and and do it again. Okay. 18.
0: And you win again. So that's, you're now up the one from that plus another two, so you're now up to eight gold.
3: Sweet. Uh, He'll put four in.
0: Four, fantastic. And roll. Five. Yeah, that does win this hand. So that's yet another four. You can't yeah, like, you But the thing is like you the now more have excited gold. The
3: more excited people around him are getting, the more excited he's getting because he's enjoying these delights a little too much. And where as a smart person would probably walk away with their earnings yeah. because he doesn't know how to. Yeah. He'll just push his whole pile in.
0: Alright, so you're all in with all twelve. Yes. And everyone looks excitedly roll. Thirteen. Womp womp. And you're out all twelve, and he
2: just
3: and he just like he, he he like looks dejected, but he still looks like he just had an amazing time. And he's <laughs> like, "That was great. That was great. That was amazing." What do you <laughs> call this game?
0: Blackjack.
3: Blackjack. Fascinating. Fascinating. Good show. Thank you. And he walks of away course. happy, <laughs> penniless, yeah, but happy.
1: While Rock is playing this game, Hondo, yes, is pissed limps over to the bar and starts demanding drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Hondo. It's going to get tanked before we go Sick. on this train. All right, so I'm how
0: many drinks are you going
1: to have? Um, we got five hours. We'll say that I start with three.
0: Start with three. <laughs> and you're drinking all three in what kind of time frame?
1: In the time he took to roll those four hands.
0: Fantastic. Make a constitution check.
1: All right. 22.
0: Nice. 22. Okay, you're a little tipsy, but you're not that much worse for wear. I'm still
1: standing. Feeling a little better. I get three more. <laughs>
0: okay. Make another constitution check.
1: Fighting the real battles. One. Guys. Hold on, I, do I get to reroll that? No, no. Did you just nap yeah, one? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm am I wasting up. Welcome, bum, to, bum. The welcome heroes, to the hapless John. heroes. Welcome to the hapless heroes.
3: It's so good to
1: have you with us. What yeah. happens, Dave? God, he's gonna do. Oh, I. And I'm already hurting. <laughs> you?
0: Well, you manage to make your way to a lavatory before you blow chunks all over the place. But then you blow chunks all over. You the do. This is what said. <laughs> you spend the next one d ten five minutes yelling at your shoes.
1: Hondo wipes the puke off of himself and tries to pretend like none of this day has happened.
0: Um, Make another quick constitution check.
1: Yep. 14, so 17.
0: Your head hurts, but you can still see straight. More or less.
1: Unless anyone's
3: doing any other buffoonery, I I think five hours or whatever, however many hours pass and we go to the station for the train.
0: Anything out of Mr. Sidious or Melvin?
5: Melvin's just trying to talk to people at the bar and around and uh, just conducting sort of informal uh, interviews. Yeah. (laughs) What are you (laughs) interviewing people (laughs) about? Where they're from, you know, if they're from an interesting place about the lore and uh, just taking notes. (laughs) Just being Melvin. Melvin.
4: Sidious is gambling. If we got time, Sidious is, is
0: doing something. Alrighty then, what kind of game do you have in mind? There's Blackjack. There's Baccarat. Please don't ask me for the rules to Baccarat. Um, there's <laughs> uh, there's some roulette going on. You seem like a poker player.
4: That's what I was going to say. There's, there there's is not, poker, yes. There's a poker table. Sidious yes. is going to sit down at a poker table. They are table.
0: playing No Limit Hold'em. Perfect. Uh, and I'm just going to adjudicate this by we're making a check of who can roll the better 20.
4: How many players are sitting at the table?
0: There are, I think there's usually five seats. There are four uh, four seats occupied at this table, the first one you see. It's a one gold buy-in. Okay,
4: I'll sit down with, with five gold and, okay. oh, you, know, you know what, we'll, we'll sit down with the 10. We'll put our stack on the table and we'll see what happens.
0: All right, so for your first hand, how far are you going in? Um, Initial bet.
4: I could put two gold in.
0: All right, so you're two gold on your initial bet. And, yeah, roll. What do you got? You're not adding anything to that. Yeah, there's no modifiers. 14. Excellent. So you seem to be doing pretty well. Um, You've got, uh, let's say, a pair of eights, same suit. So uh, what do you want to do? So it's come around. Do you want to... uh,
3: I'm going to bet another two. Another this is two. This gameplay, folks. It
0: is. We're, I am literally making this up as I go, and it's going to be either glorious or horrible. Okay. Uh, you're in for another two. Yep. All right. Roll. Ten. Also a ten. Another eight comes up as the river.
4: And? Uh, how many guys are left in the hand?
0: There is one more left in the hand at this point and the best he has is one pair so you do win the hand
4: nice so what does that end
0: up so you went 2 and 2 you
3: at 4 you have, you have
0: 12 now you're yeah yeah that sounds about right yeah. you're uh, you're up 12 okay i'm making this up as i go i don't exactly have D&D poker rules here i don't
3: think there are D&D poker rules oh, I'm, right. I'm sure somebody's homebrewed it i know
0: honest. i feel like i should do something about this they, but they... Well, fuck it. I'm lazy, so no. Take the money
4: and run. Yeah, after taking their money, yeah. Sidious is going to stand, maybe go have himself uh, a drink. Uh, a drink. Drink at the bar. After watching Hondo f- stumble across the casino to the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, he's just going to patiently wait for the train. This drink is just to calm the nerves, keep everything on the level.
0: Yep. All right. Melvin's chatting up folks at the bar and Melvin's uh,
4: harassing women. Let's get real <laughs> Melvin's harassing women.
0: Wait, who's harassing? Oh, harass.
4: He's He's interviewing people. Oh, boy. Which is I feel like he's He's,
3: he's, I, he's think,
2: I, mean, I
5: think Melvin Mel- does not discriminate, and Melvin is of, of pure intentions,
0: all right.
3: <laughs> That's right, you tell him. You tell these, these dirty bastards. Melvin
0: is way too socially naive to be hitting Yeah, I would
3: anybody. say Melvin is probably like just this really
5: innocent, completely... He is really though. just filling out his notes, and he's just looking for stories to fill in the gaps.
0: Rolling up to people with the best openers. Hi, do you know magic? <laughs> Hi, I'm Melvin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, Hi. Hi, I can't, can't beat Hi, i Melvin. Hi, I'm That's, Melvin. I mean, I'm God. Melvin Illuminubian.
3: <laughs> that last name just gets me every time.
0: It, it really sounds like something out of Keen Peele's College Bowl sketch. <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> Jack Marius Dicteratrix. Yeah. All right, well, I guess hours pass. Yep. We make our way to the train station. Yes. So I.
0: Uh, about four hours um, after uh, you're given the time, so about an hour before your train's supposed to leave. I imagine good sense in at least one of you prevails enough to get the four of you to the train station.
4: Yeah, I, I would carry Hondo if I needed Yeah, I was just going to say, Rock, are you still yeah. carrying Hondo around?
5: We've Melvin and Rock have him on uh, our, our
0: our respective
2: yeah. shoulders. Yes. Rock yeah, I'm clearly still around there. your height. Rock so. needs a hand. <laughs>
0: yeah. Rock is, or, yeah, not Rock. I'm sorry. Hondo needs a hand he is Worst not okay yeah arms <laughs> over the
1: shoulders we're just kind of dragging him.
0: yeah to the he's still space. wearing armor through all of this too oh, shit.
1: right i do have appropriate clothes but I, i'm his, his not inventory literally good. says appropriate clothes yeah. <laughs> i'm not wearing them
0: I'm I, just I i i can't even respond to <laughs> i've gotten up appropriate clothes that's good talk I mean, it means his clothes
4: are appropriate.
1: Whenever, <laughs> wherever, whenever.
4: <laughs> literally
3: any time.
0: Khakis. She sounds hideous.
3: No, we haven't. We haven't beat that dead horse in a while. It's, no. Uh, lately, it's been eleven o'clock in the afternoon.
0: It really has, but it is not <laughs> eleven o'clock in the afternoon. It is three in the actual afternoon. Okay. Well, three and some change. Your meeting really didn't get started until almost 10 30 sure. or so because
3: waiting for the magic train now mm-hmm.
0: yeah So you're waiting for your train
3: is this like an actual like 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 big station or is this more like one of those like outskirts of town like just like a few people no, like, a, like a race platform kind of thing
0: no this is a station in the middle of the city
3: oh like in the middle oh the middle of um what was it uh, mount rose
0: yes in the middle of the city of mount rose oh cool okay and uh, so you guys get to the train, you get to your seats, there are no major incidents. Thank God. And no minor incidents. <laughs> <laughs> Hondo's stomach is starting to get back to where it needs to be.
1: Well, I hope so, it's been a few hours. Yeah. Hondo changes into appropriate clothes and spends most of the train ride cleaning puke and burn marks out of his armor.
0: That, yes,
1: perfect. That makes Exactly
0: sense. what we were looking for. And those are appropriate actions to go with your appropriate
2: clothes.
3: Oh my God, do we get a train montage?
2: Choo, choo.
5: They're cleaning, and reading, and doing all things on the train, yeah!
2: Choo-choo!
4: Chugga chugga chugga, chugga 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 It's a train montage,
0: yeah! So you guys set out north, and you can see on your right-hand side the absolute gorgeous coastline zipping by as you head northbound towards the grand city of Tarantis, which is the better part of a day's ride away. So, 3 in the afternoon, you arrive after sleeping on the train a little bit, taking naps on each other's shoulders or whatever, and you arrive We're No one's of...
3: napping on rocks, so... They... Yeah.
4: City is seats alone, yeah. if possible. Yep. Yeah. So, you guys arrive
0: towards the city of Tarantis at about 9 in the morning.
4: Okay.
3: So, I I mean, like, as I kind of come out of my, like, tr- like trancy sleep, um, I will immediately as I've realized I've kind of grown a little bit bigger will immediately shrink myself back down to humanoid size.
0: Much to the relief of the people who have been having to share that compartment with your huge ass.
3: And you, and you see as like, I shrink back to normal size the people who I was maybe smooshing against their seats were yeah. like you know you just see him like in a nod and, and, and apologize. I can't <laughs> help it sometimes.
1: Hondo shakes his head picks up his armor moves away.
5: <laughs> Is this like your equivalent to like morning wood? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: guess you could say that, yeah. I guess you could say that.
4: Hmm. <laughs> this up. Adapt, react, readapt. adapt
0: Apt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, so you guys arrive at the train Somebody station in what is legitimately the biggest city you have ever seen in your entire lives. Oh. Because it is quite literally the biggest city in the world. Oh. And it's not it's not a close thing like New York versus Los Angeles. This is absolutely gigantic in ways that y'all weren't even prepared for. Like just
3: sprawling metropolis.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay mm-hmm. um, oh. Now is there only one platform that I mean assuming it's such a large city, we, I'm, sure, I'm sure we try to get off at the platform that's closest to like the outskirts so we can get to Razi's mansion or not Rosszzi's mansion, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Black's mansion. Yes,
0: yeah, so you guys um, disembark the train at the final terminal there, and it's probably a good at least five, ten different train train lines coming into this place. Maybe about two or three are here unloading at any given time, but this is, you know, kind of the central hub, if you will, of a train network that's however big.
3: They're like magical loudspeakers, yeah. and people are like talking about like platforms and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: there's a little bit of that. People are using creatively using cantrips to put together some sorts of sort of ersatz PA system. Cool. Like, some really smart people have figured out how to do a lot with very little magic. So, as you folk all disembark the train, and you're looking to get yourselves, hire a wagon or something to get out of town. Before before you left, I'm retconning a thing in, literally because I can. Sidious was handed a piece of paper with the address for where you guys are looking for. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's a detail I figure I should have covered better, but I didn't, so it's getting retconned in now. You've got an address that you guys are going to.
4: Cool. Was it given to me in front of everyone?
3: Yes, it was. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's also important to clarify that.
5: Yes.
4: My characters tend to be
5: assholes. His name is Sidious.
0: And yet, he's probably the most reasonable James character we've had to deal with yet. <laughs> Ooh,
4: Sven, Sven he was a brick.
0: Granted,
3: like, it's partially my fault because yeah. I'm the one generating these character sheets. Yeah, and
0: Hoblet the Smasher isn't a bad guy.
4: He just makes bad choices.
0: He, he is... <laughs> he's just Hoblet, kind of belligerent. The, he, yeah, he's belligerent and impulsive. He's
3: a belligerent, impulsive old man, but he's got so a hard we're, in there. So we're headed... To
0: You're uh, headed right now to, address, yeah. to buy horse The primitive equivalent of a Hertz rent-a-car for wagons.
3: <laughs> Let's see if one can take us out to yes. this address.
0: But before we get there,
3: when he rolls a die and then smiles and like you know gets all excited, I'm immediately terrified.
4: Does anyone else get this? Like, scenario? I feel a little better because I'm at the other end of the table geographically, but I know it doesn't make it It doesn't better. make any better. <laughs> I just feel like I'm farther away, so it's like a little <laughs> better, but it's not.
1: Last time it happened, we
0: worked out terrible for me. A <laughs> dwarven woman whose eyes are as big as saucers. Like, she is clearly bugging out, comes charging up and runs directly at you. Hondo you you're the mercenary who killed my baby and she is coming after you
1: oh shit sandwich rando lifts a leg and kicks her in the
2: head oh my god God. (laughs) doesn't
5: even
4: say a fucking word Right, it's, it's, like, it's like kung fu reflexes.
3: Like someone's coming for you, so you pay no right. attention, just right. fight or flight. You can't charge a mercenary.
0: Okay. Well, yes, you can. You bill them for uh, their time. <laughs> <Hey-oh>! oh!
2: <laughs> but anyway,
0: what you are going to be doing is making an attack roll with that mm-hmm. kick. 11. 11. 17 will definitely hit. And uh, roll your unarmed damage. 11 no, he series.
3: rolled an 11, like total. Like, after like adding things up. Right. Five. Five plus six,
0: eleven. Oh, five plus six is eleven. Okay. That still hits because she is wearing no armor and has no <laughs> combat proficiency holy? of any sort <laughs> <laughs> because she is a goddamn civilian. What the fuck are you doing?
4: Heel? Are you going toe or heel? Are you going <laughs> to like fucking healer Well, yeah, she is a yeah. dwarf, so. Right.
3: Rock so immediately right. face palms. <laughs> Like pushes Hondo like back and away from this
0: woman. Well, before we do that, we still need to resolve roll damage. Roll your damage that you are applying directly to her. Yes, that's true. Unarmed damage is uh,
3: actually well, unarmed damage. I mean, he's not a monk; it's just one plus his strength mod. Yeah. So it's just five damage.
0: Five damage is enough to do quite a bit of damage to an unarmed civilian. (sighs) Please
4: don't kill her, man. Broke this lady's we jaw. We
3: don't need, like, an unsolicited murder on our hands before we even start this adventure.
4: One, <laughs> the kick heard around the world. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thankfully... <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she is knocked unconscious by this kick. But thankfully, she's not much worse for wear. However, for human security guards wearing leather armor and armed with truncheons, run out, and they come directly at you.
1: Hondo puts his hands up. I've had one hell of a day. She came running at me. What am I going to do?
0: And the guards look down, and they look up at you. Now, you're wearing reasonable you wearing, clothes. I'm wearing my appropriate clothes. Appropriate clothes. <laughs> Are you armed with anything?
1: Uh, well, it's all kind of bundled in my armor and, like, all the whatever I'm carrying.
0: Okay. And your armor is, of course, somewhat visible. Yes. Poking out and around that chest along with your weapons. And they look down at the ground. And they look up. And only now is medical attention actually getting there. The security guards are much faster (laughs) than the medics here. Oh, I know.
3: The moment she got knocked unconscious, like, Rock immediately knelt down to, like, do a medicine check to see if he could, like... Help heal her with some of like the herbs and things he's carrying in his pouch.
0: Well, she is knocked out cold. Like smelling salt. So she has suffered a concussion and as anyone who watches Archer can tell you being knocked out is
2: super (laughs) bad for you. you.
3: (laughs) 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 But I would I would like to to help her. So I'm I'm gonna start with just like a straight medicine check first. To see if I can supply some like general first aid before I get into magic
0: uh yeah uh 17 uh, 17 um you're definitely able to stabilize her as it were not I, that she was losing any more right. hp but
3: no but sure but like you know rock has like a yeah a general like compassion she, for people who yeah doesn't such yeah right
0: she didn't hit she didn't hit the concrete too hard
4: okay Hondo and Hobbit should get together. <laughs> no, they shouldn't.
0: <laughs> no. They need to remain okay. as far
3: apart as possible.
0: <laughs> what's, what's like the opposite of a buddy cop comedy? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> bad cop, bad cop. Yeah.
4: <laughs> bad cop, worse cop. Right. And who knows? Okay, anyways. As as Sidious is right right beside here as the, the guards come out, could I roll a deception to try and just...
0: Yes, in fact, I recommend it.
4: Like, I, I don't well, what learn. kind of lie are you spinning um that's to like put you on the spot but
0: like anything is better than the story which happened which is Hondo put his wheel into a woman's are head. we
4: walking in a discernible group the four of us or are I feel am like I to we're a stop together so, you're,
0: yeah. you're somewhat cohesive yeah. of a group
4: okay so the the guards know that we're all yes
0: they do and the guards are displeased with well Pretty much all of you. Right. Because, well, first impressions... Well, the first impression that would happen is the print of his boot on this poor woman's head. Right,
3: which I'm trying to slowly massage out of her forehead. Yeah. Because that's horrible. I'm going to tell
4: the guards, I saw this woman reach for my friend's gold. He was merely defending his property.
0: Yeah, look, either persuade, intimidate, or uh, deceive. deceive. I don't yeah. I don't care, just get an A. Twenty one. They buy it. Dear God, for the sake of you all, they bought it.
1: Mercenary kicking an old woman in the face. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> says, You're a good friend, Sidious. Yeah, you we'll said it away from the guards though, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't just yeah. stop them well, well, from I'll, like. To him. Man, okay.
3: that's, that's an <laughs> internal thought. Wrong right. <laughs> I, uh, Rock, as we make our way away from this situation, Rock does, turn to Hondo. As possible. Rock does turn to Hondo as we start to maybe exit the city limits where yeah. it's a little bit more safe, and yeah. I get back to my normal size, Yeah. I purposely end the effect on me, and I hulk myself over him, and I say, watch
1: yourself. Channel your anger to someone who deserves it. Hondo shakes his head and continues walking.
0: Looks what go kind of headlock? his head? The yet?
1: Well, okay, not, the no shake, not the yes shake. But shank. just like clearly still pissed off. It's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> like been three testing. horrible things in a row
4: happened. One <laughs> stomp to a woman's face was not enough to quell his
1: anger today. Yeah,
0: no. it's, it's tough because to be fair, you probably did kill her baby.
1: Oh, yeah. Kondo oh is well
4: he aware. Just, <laughs> he just did. To me, the kick to the face was like, "I'm not dealing with this right now." Exactly. I'm just not. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to talk times. about this. No words need be said. Yeah. It was yeah. a job. It was right. Yeah. He probably done fucked up.
0: It yeah. was it, it. was honestly, I rolled it off, and it was super close. It was either going to be Hondo, because people know he's a killer, because he advertises himself as right. such, <laughs> or you, because you are literally a goddamn devil Definitely. walking around. It was going to be one or the other. But um, I digress. So we're making
1: so. our way out of town, finally? Yes, you are making <laughs> your
0: way out of town. You guys have rented, for the low, low price of one gold piece, and I don't really care where it comes from, have rented a cart and are headed out for this estate on the outskirts of town.
1: Now, okay, so this ear to the ground thing, so I have connections with criminals and high society folks. Does that include the city? I would say.
0: The city, yeah. If you're going to know people in any city, this would be the one that you know people in.
1: So we're looking for Chen. He disappeared. He was a civil mage, and he had information. Yeah. How can I utilize my network? Maybe when we get
3: whatever we need to get from Razzi's mansion. My God, I yeah. keep calling him Rozzy. Every time we get, like, whenever, t- like, whenever we get whatever we need to get from Mister Black's like, people, I'm sure we could use your
1: connections. Yep. You know what I mean? To like help, maybe e- more easily find this Chang. So as we're riding along, Hondo turns to the group and says, "I have a lot of connections and a lot of people. Hopefully, they can help us find this Chang." So are we en route?
0: yeah you guys are in fact en route to this the address mansion. and that i
4: have shared with everyone Yep, because i'm a nice
5: guy <laughs> rock been is really not a fan of a lot of
3: the people he's in company with but he feels he has no choice
0: yep so you are dropped off on the street and this is a pretty rural street. There's not a lot going on, and there's a sign at uh, at the road which says Sycamore Farms, an equal opportunity employer, tree farms par excellence, and me. a wooded road. It's heavily wooded through the area, as a sycamore estate might be, and uh, the road kind of leads into the trees.
4: Well, if there's anything I've learned from playing this game, it's let's walk aimlessly down a dark road that leads into a big patch of trees.
3: But we're on a wagon. It's totally fine. Let's go.
4: (laughs) Fran says let's go, so let's go. You've been
0: dropped off by the wagon. The wagon is no longer there. So we're
3: going to walk through, but uh, I would probably like to maybe potentially
4: use, like, my survival
5: experience.
4: I don't know if this matters.
3: To just keep my eyes open or something?
0: About 100 yards down this road, you see a gate station.
1: Kondo, still sore, puts his armor back
3: on. And we wait for ten minutes
1: while he puts his armor on? <laughs> right.
0: Okay. Excellent. Then we have- So your armor is now back on.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: no been longer
1: inappropriate. An and it's been course. ten minutes.
0: It's been ten minutes. And you make it about halfway down the way to the gate. Um Yeah, let's make some perception checks. Active perception. Active perception checks.
2: Woo-hoo!
0: All right. Rock. 20. Rock has a 20. Hondo. That's 10 plus 3, right? 13? 13.
4: 13 as well.
0: Sidious has a 13. And how about you, Melvin? 18. (laughs) Eighteen. <laughs> so with your 20, you're able to see some rustling in the bushes.
3: Mm. Um, you know, Rock has kind of been on edge since all of the things that are going on, even just with Mr. Black. Yeah. So he immediately casts bark skin on himself, and you see his skin just turn into like, this like really thick, like um, like almost like bark texture, and it hardens
2: you
4: just turn yourself into a tree?
3: No, I mean, I still look like me, but just me as, like, wood, like but
1: wooded. Okay. Hondo is slightly startled by um, this and the rustling in the bushes. Yeah,
0: the fact that he is, in fact, Groot.
1: Turns around and kicks rock in the face. <laughs> 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 no, but he does put a hand on the hilt of his sword.
5: Uh, Melvin sort of does, like, a Power Ranger move and says, Mage Armor!
0: Activate! <laughs> well, you didn't notice anything. Oh, Are you, didn't. You, you're doing that in response to him? Mm-hmm. In response to... Well, before before you guys up. get to respond to him, a man in a, a very disheveled-looking man in what kind of looks like a paramilitary uniform of some sort, although Fuck off, it's a bit Claude. stained, it's buttoned up wrong, and the guy's wearing about two weeks' worth of beard growth, pops out of the woods with a crossbow aimed right at you Mm -hmm. yeah by you i apologize aimed right at rock trying to do better about this sort of thing
3: is he is he just aiming it at me
0: yeah he's just got it leveled at you yeah
4: he's got a crossbow pointed at you i'm I'm, i stand there unfazed hondo yells lower that weapon
0: let's see some identification there
4: let's see some identification there dude just hand him the i don't have any i'm a freaking devil you have the address, right. you have stuff from Mr. Black, you, you're, you're carrying the things. Yeah, but this isn't a guard, this cat just don't is know pop- who this is. Right! We didn't get to the guardhouse. Good point. This is this could be just some burglar, I don't know who this he cat is. He looks like some homeless I'm not, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not giving him my <laughs> papers box. so I know who he is. Fair. Okay. Fair enough? I yeah. would at the guard station, but I yeah. feel like here we're in our right to ask
5: let's see a badge number yeah motherfucker who, and who who <laughs> might you
1: be friend is melvin <laughs> dropping the no, the no he's
0: not <laughs> are you seriously fucking kidding me let's see some identification
1: this homeless bum over here hondo yells at him uh, sir no
0: there
2: are armor.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna ask you
0: one last time identification now
4: on whose behalf sir
0: On behalf of, you're about to get filled with fucking holes if you don't produce some identification.
3: I mean, Rock just pulls out, like, the the letter with the the raven symbol and just holds it up. And he says, you may want to lower your weapon. At
0: least somebody in this group has something like good sense. He lowers (laughs) the weapon, puts his arm into the air, and circles it around. And you all hear quite a bit of rustling in the bushes after that, of the sixteen different uh, other crossbow wielders sitting in the woods, all lowering their weapons.
1: Do they all look be homeless? Because we <laughs> you can't fucked see if them I was okay. You. Okay. Fucked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that would have been a pretty quick end to this party.
3: <laughs> yeah. Shit happens. Although you did save his ass before, so I what can't right. even yell at you. What are you saying?
0: My God, I have two...
3: Wait, what did you hold up? The letter, the 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 invitation with the raven symbol, because that appears to be Mr. Black's calling card.
0: Two weeks. Two fucking weeks left on this assignment, and this, this is what's getting sent to me? Jesus fucking Christ, you're a bunch of corpses waiting to happen. Who's that? The fuck am I? Oh no, Jesus Cru- Christ! <laughs> I will fucking ventilate you right here. I swear to God, any more lip out of you, and I will cut yours from your face and mount them on my uniform as a decoration.
1: Oh dear, gross.
4: Anyways, let's. But
0: effective, now. anyway. <laughs> my name is Corporal Krauss... We need you to get y'all asses into the compound here.
3: I mean, I, I, I go, but I'm, I'm side eyeing him the whole time.
0: Excellent. I'll be your liaison in lieu of Mr. Black himself while you guys are in the general vicinity. Does anybody have any questions? Yeah. Um... Big man, go.
3: Chang, what, what, what do you know about him?
0: We'll get to that. Is this a conference we want to have in the middle of the woods?
3: I suppose not. I feel comfortable here, though. And you see, like, I suppose uh, you
0: would. However, hmm. this might be better with a couple of visual aids. Let's get out of the woods.
3: I was about to say, I was going to use, like, druid craft to, like, make a little bench to sit on. Just, like, from some vines and shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, looks it seems almost like a great is, way to piss this dude off. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like some of the air you guys has be dead been if it for me. Uh-huh.
0: deflated from Corporal Kraus. He
3: needs some comic relief from me every now and again, this, right?
0: This is not what he needs two weeks away from being reassigned out of this I honor farm. his
3: request because I'm a nice guy.
0: He leads the party down a dirt road for maybe about half a kilometer. Yeah, we're going to use metric now, assholes. Half a click. Half a click, yes. <laughs> okay, so you're led down the path, and um, maybe about that half a kilometer up the way, there's a clearing, and there's several buildings. Through one of, uh, out of the back of one of them, off of what looks like a loading dock, there are people loading potted trees, like potted saplings, into the back of a wagon. And on the other, uh, on the other side, there's a uh, brick house, maybe about two stories nothing terribly fancy looking and you guys are led into that house and uh once you're all let in you guys are shown to some guest quarters to set your things in maybe get cleaned up from your journey because you've been on a train all night it's not exactly the best uh the best accommodations and are told about an hour from now, meet down in the uh, Grand Hall. In, or Not Grand Hall. It's not that grand. The Hall on the first floor. Little conference room down there.
3: Yeah, I don't think Rock even bathes or does anything. I mean, he's probably oblivious to how he
1: smells anyways.
0: Sadly, that sounds about right.
1: Kondo yeah. does take a bath to wash the stink of puke off of him. <laughs> Hasn't
5: done that yet. All right. I'm pretty sure Melvin's the type that's going to take a bubble bath at this time. He brought his rubber ducky. Of course he did. <laughs> Quack.
4: Sidious merely hangs his white swim trunks in the closet. <laughs> keeps his armor on. Gets so ready to. Is that all Sidious
0: business. has? Is a suit of armor and one pair of swim trunks? Yep.
4: That's appropriate a- clothes.
0: <laughs> oh, you do have appropriate clothes.
3: Those are your appropriate. Clothes. Those are my
4: appropriate clothes. <clears throat> If I can't have my armor on, I might as well have my swim trunks on. So.
0: That's at least you're in the right country for it. Yep. It wouldn't go over as well in the Kingdom of Vesh, for example.
3: So, to we're doing probably this is probably going to be a hard cut into this. Yeah. Dave just awarded Hondo inspiration for acting um uh, within his character.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, after you're up there for about an hour, you hear some yelling from downstairs. Hour's almost up. You got five minutes to get changed, and four of them are gone. Let's get your asses down here.
3: Yeah, Rock just
5: walks down exactly the same way he came in.
0: Yep. Melvin jumps
5: out of the bubble bath. (laughs) Dries off, drains the tub, kisses his rubber ducky, stows it away, comes back down. Readies himself for battle. (laughs) Readies himself for
1: battle, yeah. Hondo is back in appropriate clothing and smelling quite nice.
0: Appropriate clothing. Trademark. <laughs> Corporal Kraus lounges by the doors. The party enters the conference room. His face twisted in what could only be described as some mild version of disgust. And uh, so you come into the room. Are you uh, sitting in seats around the conference table? Or are you standing? What's going on?
3: Rock will take a seat and you can hear the... The chair creak as he sits his 300-pound ass down.
0: Now, are you at full size again? Oh, I'm still at, yeah, I'm at full size. Fantastic. You've had to do a little bit of ducking for doors in here because this yeah. place is built for humans, but nothing terrible. Everybody else sitting down? Yeah. yeah we'll we'll ta-
4: also take a seat at the table. Fantastic.
0: Well, After you're all seated, a very well-built, ramrod-straight, immaculately dressed man smoking a pipe, going slightly bald, dressed to the nines like... Great suit, tailored to fit him, all that kind of thing. Got kind of a um, olive complexion, dark hair, slightly curly, although it's cut pretty short. He walks in. Now, even though he's not wearing any kind of rank or insignia or anything like that, this guy is the sort who doesn't really look like he puts up with any shit. And even, uh, our shabby Corporal Krause sits up straight when this guy enters the room.
2: Hmm.
0: Men, my name is Raul Merced. To be blunt, I don't have the time to witness a bunch of newbies do some insignificant mission. I want you to complete this job quickly and cleanly, and then I want you to get the fuck off of my estate. Scripts won't be tolerated, and this safe house will not be compromised. Am I clear? Yes, sir. Thank you. At least someone here gets basic etiquette. Okay, so here's what we've got. And he rolls out a map of uh, the area, which is the outskirts and the northwest side of the city. And just as, as sort of as a basic, the city is laid out in sort of a crescent moon shape down beneath the bay. All of the major cities, it's kind of like a spoken wheel uh, sort of setup where there are a bunch of roads that go out in spokes from the center of the city, which is just south of the bay. And then there are round streets that sort of go around the outside. And this is sort of the northwest horn of the city. That we're looking at that goes, uh, that's sort of the, um, the west side of the harbor and the outskirts, which include this uh, tree farm to the north, which is an estate belonging to Arion Black, which is also very much a cover for some sort of intelligence operation, paramilitary yeah. operation, something that is way beyond the means of your average man of leisure unrolls it. So downtown is here and here is Mr. Cheng's house. So your job get to his house pick him up and any family who are there with him and bring them back here. This man is a civil mage and he may have who knows what these. Mage people use, um... He'll probably have some sort of, uh... Reagent bag or something with him.
3: Is he aware that... He is to be extracted?
0: We don't know what's going on with him. We have... We lost contact with him several days ago. Go, get him, get his family, bring them back here.
3: We have to kind of scour the city to... Learn his whereabouts? No, his
0: house is right here on the map.
1: (laughs) Oh. So we're just going to go knock on the door? Yep. Sounds like it.
0: Suppose. I feel... as a capable sort of manager that I should leave the details to you fine gentlemen.
5: He obviously doesn't know us very well.
1: <laughs>
0: well, he did kind of make a disgusted sound after the word found. All right. <laughs> so, so let's take the does. map and
1: uh, yep. well, let's head out. Is there more information?
0: There is, if you will let me finish.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. It's
0: nice to see that you're all uh, self-starters, as uh, the word might be. However, I have assigned you a truck. A oh, what? truck. Usually hauled behind horses you'd call to wagon. We can do a little bit better in this city. Transportation.
3: Oh. Understood.
0: So you have a truck. You are responsible for it if you lose it. Well, the cost of this truck will come out of your hides. Don't do that.
2: We're going to fuck this
1: up. Just by learning of the truck we have to take care of. You are just just Just.
3: seething confidence right now. Yeah.
0: Now, Corporal Krauss here, he looks like a complete pile of shit, but he's a competent soldier. He will be your driver for this evening. I fucking hate this guy. He will make sure that you can get to the address. Now, I've also been asked by Mr. Black to make sure that the medical facilities of this house are available to you as needed. As far as local law enforcement, a bribe may sometimes work. Please gauge the individual officers very carefully. Otherwise, we have some influence here with the authorities if you need to when you are arrested, and please don't get arrested produce this letter and hand it to Melvin.
5: Probably a safe
0: bet. Good idea. <laughs> yeah.
5: Melvin rolls it up, ties it will... one of his uh, document ribbons around it.
0: <laughs> Using that letter will cost you dearly. So, be a dear, and don't get caught doing anything like, oh, say, kicking a civilian in the face.
2: She came at me. everyone looks over at Hondo. <laughs> she came
5: at me. She asked me if I even. I'm not going <laughs> to bother asking
0: what the fuck is wrong with you.
4: I believe the phrase is bitches be trippin'.
0: I believe nobody asked you. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is okay. So time now is 1 in the afternoon. Okay. You have a few hours to get yourselves situated and equipment taking calves that you need to. And you can expect to leave at 7pm tonight.
3: Well, Rock doesn't really need much. Um, If anything... You know, he may scour the the gardens to yep. see if there's anything he might be able to borrow to fashion maybe a um, some sort of herbal bandage wrap. I have an herbalism kit that I could probably fashion something out of.
0: Okay. Uh, you're able to find something, thankfully. This is a working tree farm, so they have a reasonable amount of uh, stuff to do with herbology. Yeah, there. I'd
3: like to see maybe if I can just fashion something to provide... You know, at least, if not healing abilities, just some stabilization.
0: Sure. um, Make either a medicine or herbalism check, whichever you've got best in.
3: Uh, There's no... Well, yeah, it would just be... Or a nature check, I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's fine. Uh, Medicine, I'll do. Oh, yeah. uh, 23.
0: Oh, that's more than enough, yeah. Okay. Cool. Whatever you're trying to make... Well, what are you trying to... This exactly. is more of, like, other. just, like, I, I, I would like to
3: use this as, as almost like a pseudo, like, healing potion, quote-unquote, but not really a potion. It's more of just, like, it's like a set of bandages wrapped with certain herbs, like, that possess some kind of
0: sure. medicinal um, quality. Yeah, make that account as healing potion, then.
3: Okay, like a like 1d4 healing potion? Yeah, okay. sounds about right. You're welcome, guys, in advance.
0: Hooray!
3: And I guess, is it, since it's like six hours from now, would that be a long rest?
0: Um, yes, we can call that a long rest if Sweet. necessary.
3: Since I didn't need to use that bark skin before.
0: All right. So the time is now to get loaded up in the truck. We load up. It is a very interesting horseless carriage, the kind none of you have particularly seen before.
3: Yeah, again, Rock is fascinated what in it, the world? It's
0: absolutely fascinating. It's a Magitech vehicle. Hmm. <laughs> Some industrious lightning civil wizard pumped a whole bunch of electricity into this battery capacitor looking thing, like a jar that's sitting up near the front seat, that is just crackling with electricity and is somehow incomprehensibly to you powering this vehicle dope absolutely crazy it's like the future is right now so you guys set out and it is it's a slightly long drive because this place is really on the outskirts of town okay so we're looking at about an hour and a half to get to the city From where you are. So
3: it's about like 8.30 when we get there? It's about
0: 8.30. It has gotten dark outside. And you pull into what is honestly a nice residential neighborhood. Like real upper middle class kind of stuff going on here. That's
4: where the most effed off stuff goes on. (laughs) Nobody in the hood can afford to have a torture shed. (laughs) Torture sheds only happen in the suburbs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this
0: for experience? <laughs> but where was the Wu Tang when they were talking about, you know torture smashing someone's nuts and uh, you know, sewing someone's ass shut and feeding them and feeding them. Probably an in an
4: abandoned building.
0: Yeah, probably. torture torture shed. Torture shed. <laughs>
3: that's like that's like like a public domain torture like A shed. community
0: torture shed. <laughs> the things that happen on Shaolin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Staten Island, folks. Alright, anyway, so it is about 8.30, almost approaching 9 o'clock, when Corporal Kraus pulls this Magitek vehicle up into the neighborhood here. And you are sitting in a truck in the dark in front of a house in a residential neighborhood.
3: So this is where we
5: disembark. Alright, so... This is Cheng's Cheng's house, I imagine.
0: You are in front of Cheng's house, that is correct.
3: So I'm gonna get into detective mode here, and by detective mode I mean I'm gonna shapeshift into a direwolf. Oh, I was gonna say shapeshift into a girl
4: scout. Go knock on the door and see if they wanna get girl and I'm going to begin sniffing around.
0: Okay. You smell a dog somewhere around.
3: Like nigger like they can like on this property?
0: Somewhere pretty close. Um, maybe not quite on this property, but there's a dog around.
3: Um, can I, is there, like, how would, like, for the front of the house, I mean, is there, like, a fence? Is there a backyard? Like, how is Um this...
0: There really aren't any fences, at least in the front yards. This looks a lot like a suburban neighborhood, to be honest. Like, these are pretty pretty standard looking houses although instead of being like made with wood and vinyl shingles it's you know
3: no lights on or anything like that
0: uh there is light coming from uh not only cheng's house but also several others around the area
3: but cheng's house is also lit yes it is um i would like to make my way quietly around to
0: the back okay before you even make it out of the front yard you hear a small dog really start going nuts.
3: That's probably my fault. I can't say anything, though. I can't speak while I'm in this form. No,
4: but you could kill it. Well, the we don't know where it is. The dog, dog is inside?
0: The, um, uh, the dog comes out from the backyard of the next-door neighbor.
5: Okay.
0: Like she was just let out to pee or something. How much does does the dog weigh? It is small appears dog. to be a small poodle.
4: Okay. A hondo. So I'm like hondo, way larger than this thing. I'm
3: yes, just going to walk over, play the part, and sniff its butt.
1: Hondo, being a huge fan of animals, has animal handling plus one. He's going to try. Oh, yeah.
0: Huge fan, to Huge fan of animals. Again.
1: In his full I'm not a huge fan of female go,
0: dwarves. Are you one of those? Not a huge
4: fan <laughs> of dwarves. He's got a minus six in female <laughs> dwarves.
3: Why don't you let
5: the dog take care of the dog's
4: dog. Yeah, I'm sniffing this dog's butt. All right do i
3: learn anything about it um
5: as soon as (laughs) sorry i was trying so hard to remain do you have any anus perception
0: (laughs) anus thing is possible before you quite get to that Uh oh uh little fifi there her hackles are raised she is barking at you like a large intruder in the neighborhood She's is not in the mood for butt sniffing. She's in the mood for protecting her house. I would
3: like to animal handling this dog. Okay. Uh, fourteen.
0: Dog is still freaking out.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna back I'm gonna like respectfully back away from the dog,
4: gesturing as my as myself a dog. Yeah. Of some kind. I'll, I'll be a much lighter. So we are not we are not going to the house that this dog came from.
0: Correct? No this dog came from the next door neighbors.
4: Yeah, I was just trying to... No, that's
0: fine. See if I I'm
3: gonna roll
4: intimidation. And the I'm, dog? Yeah, and I'm just gonna try to scare this little shit dog back to like, its Like, go on, Wait, again! Right, before no. you
5: do that, before you do that... He's doing it.
0: How much does the dog weigh? It's like an eight pound toy yeah. poodle. Alright.
5: Go for it, dude. I have an easy solution to this. Oh, yeah?
4: Yeah. I'm about to drop the die, make it good. Go for it. No, you got it.
3: I already hear How far away is this dog
0: from us? <laughs> um, Right now, it is maybe three feet from Dire Wolfie's face.
3: Yeah, as I'm slowly backing away.
0: I'm gonna mage hand it's this dog. It's advancing
3: on you. <laughs> You're gonna mage hand the dog? <laughs> yeah. It does weigh less than 10
2: pounds.
5: It does. it does. I'm just gonna lift it and throw it away. So the invisible hand I'm picks up. Gonna th- I'm gonna throw it into the fucking woods. Oh, I could have done that too.
3: <laughs> I just wanted to use mage hand. So, I'm not sure if I actually ever said this on the air, but I always pictured, um, and I feel like I've heard someone say this before, but like it made sense to me, and it, I feel it the same way. I've always, Even though it's supposed to be invisible, so to speak, like the Mage Hand, yeah. I've always pictured it looking like the Hamburger Helper Hand. You know <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was more picturing oh like God, the Blue meanie. Oh, sure,
5: sure, yeah. The Blue meanie Hand. Well, it's your but hand. But like, more translucent and glowing.
0: So that's what your mage hand is. Yeah, yeah, that is how your mage hand manifests. So there. my
5: mage hand is the blue meanie hand sort of like gobbles its way out of my out of my uh being. In yeah, out of my being. I sort of uh you know, right. hold my my fingers in a triangle formation up to my head and I uh, I yell
2: mage hand. Hey, 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 hey. hey,
5: <laughs> wait, you yell it? Uh yeah. Of course you do. God, of course you do. Of course
3: you do. I just have to. I mean, I'm I'm Melvin. I'm sorry. And you and you, and you pick up and you pick up this dog and literally just throw it
0: <laughs> Well, but, but, but after you manifest the hand by yelling mage hand, yeah. well, before you're quite able to pick up the dog. Okay.
4: How are we going to die now? Yeah.
5: <laughs> Wait, you
4: yelled it? Yes, I yelled it.
5: He's Melvin. I'm sorry. When he, when he gives
3: you a chance to say no, you <laughs> should say no. I'm sorry. He's Melvin. I'd not
4: smash.
0: And, okay, so 78-year-old Mrs. Piazza from next door <laughs> opens her front door to see what the ruckus is. And what do you think the first thing she sees is? A her big giant blue-growing A goddamn dire wolf in her front yard. Mrs. Piazza keels over from a heart attack.
2: Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Please, oh, no! Scream! <laughs>
5: All right, I mage-hand this dog back into the house. Yeah. Back She's into the one one. house. As Mrs. Piazza hits
0: the floor, old Mr. Piazza gets up.
1: Oh, Jesus, no! <laughs> Gentlemen!
0: He get and he makes it to the front door. What are you guys doing?
4: Um, well, I,
3: I'm letting like, Fran.
0: Make yeah. th- deal with his bag.
3: <laughs> well, because I don't want to break my cover just yet. I'm going to I'm going to hide first.
0: Going to hide.
3: And uh, I've got to get a twelve for stealth.
0: Twelve. That's that's fine. That gets you hidden. What are the rest of you guys doing?
1: I want to hide. I think hiding is a good option right now. Because we just killed an old lady and you're in the process of whipping their dog into the <laughs> <face. laughs>
5: Hey man, I'm chaotic. Again, don't be chaotic stupid though. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting rid of this dog. That's smart. <laughs> uh, I mean, Rock's heart is
3: breaking on the inside. For sure.
2: <laughs> but
3: he realizes, unfortunately, that you know, while he does have great compassion for living things, that there are larger things at stake here. Right. Because his goal is—what does it mean to be charmed? Um, like they're they're t- like they're your they're your they're your buddy.
4: Okay, well then I'm just gonna cast Charm Person on this guy and get him to go back in his house. <laughs> We're not here to fight. This group is killed and assaulted two <laughs> old really women to tonight. I'm here to man. fight people, not old ladies.
0: Okay. Or... Um, yeah, if you want to charm this guy, what specifically are you going to try to charm this guy to do?
1: Let's go back inside. Just yeah. to,
3: drag mm, his wife inside. <laughs> yeah, drag his yes. wife
0: inside and do what? Because his first primal instinct is going to be to try to find some sort of help for his companion of at least 50 years. Now, where did she fall? Like, right in the doorway. So
1: she's in... So he can't even just, like, shove the door? Like, she's gonna see... No. Her. I. You see that Rock,
3: in his hiding spot, roughly, like, goes in his fur somewhere and pulls out this bandage that he just made that has healing properties that hopefully she can regain some hit
2: points. <laughs> she she <laughs>
5: long
1: so as put a, a bandage head, on someone like, with a heart yeah, <laughs> attack? <laughs> You're still dude, a I've dire play, wolf.
5: Dude, I've played so the RPGs? wolf is going to go over? First aid. Dude, I've played, I've played
3: RPGs, man. Like First aid kits work for everything. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So, should, it make do you
0: remember sense. Kingsman?
3: Kingsman, yes.
0: All right. So the little monologue thing that uh, Samuel Jackson has just outside the church there uh, before uh, the guy gets shot. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? This ain't that kind of movie.
3: Okay. So I'm going to read, I'm going to write on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you're just, and yeah, let's just go for it, buddy. This or, sort of thing might she's dead. She's dead. not unconscious. She's, she's dead. dead. Yeah, she
4: did. Prestig- 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 Prestigitation? Prestigitation. Could I trick him into thinking that she's still alive and just going back inside? No. no.
3: Um, I would no. go
4: with the charm person, if personally.
3: Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. And honestly, uh, you're overwrite, you're trying to overwrite this guy's Instinct to so seek care a for his can, can, life partner. Can, right? you he's got to make a save.
1: Can you charm him? He's
0: got to make a save, but you better knock this charm out of the fucking park.
1: Can you charm <laughs> him to focus so much on his what? dead wife that we get to run away?
4: We don't want to run away. We need to go attack his neighbor's house.
1: The next door, yeah. We can, like, hide up. We're, We're in some. suburbia.
3: I can't, like I
4: can't it. talk, so I'm. I'm just going to whimper. No, I, I want him to go back inside and watch TV for six hours.
0: While his yep. okay, one there's my no charm. TV. Like there are certain things Charm can and cannot do here. True that. Like you're that. asking a lot out of Charm.
3: Try to get him to just pull. Maybe just pick her up and like run to the nearest
4: hospital. Yeah, just leave. Yes, yes.
0: There we go. Okay, give that one a shot.
4: Okay, well, no, he's got to make the save.
0: Oh, I just have to make a save on it. Okay. Yeah. Against uh, against what kind of DC?
4: 14, right? Yeah.
0: Hoo boy. He fails the save and picks up his wife and runs down the street yelling.
4: You're all fucking welcome.
0: Again. The eyes are on him. Thankfully, they're not on you. How much time you think you got?
1: Is the dog still barking? Because your
5: blue hand is ready to go. Dude, I fucking threw this dog
1: inside and
0: shut the door. The dog's gone. (laughs) Yeah, where did you throw this dog?
5: (laughs) Just inside and shut the door.
0: Okay, so this happened before or after the man, uh, Mr. Piazza, picked up his wife and ran off.
4: Shit sandwich, the dog's uh, back. I don't know, man. It happened before. You should have thrown the dog into space. Right, so it did happen before. It did happen before. Chronologically, Just, it happened before. Fred, give the dog back of outside speaking,
0: now?
5: Speaking. Because he ran. The,
0: the dog is inside. He got flung inside and hit the wall and is stunned.
5: Good.
3: <laughs> before we get into more trouble, I would like to now stealth my way around the back of Chang's house. Okay. Oh, and I got a 16.
0: Okay. So and I
3: would like to keep sniffing around.
0: All right. The lights in the house are on. Everything appears completely normal. Next-door neighbor's lights are on as well, although there's no one left in that house to turn them off.
2: Sure, the but there's no you killed
4: the woman that lives there. I didn't mean to. I feel terrible.
3: Um, <laughs> I don't smell like blood or anything of that nature. Nothing yet. Okay. Um, Is there like a back patio? Uh,
0: There is a fence and some low-lying shrubs around that. Um, Let's see. There's a 20-meter tall pine tree and a tool shed in the backyard and a flower garden. Um, Let me take a look. There is no back door to the house. There's
3: no back door to the house? No. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm going to come back. Around, I would like to maybe sniff around the stoop and maybe even like listen because I have advantage on um, perception checks relying on hearing or smell.
0: Okay. The house is uh, still closed up. You don't smell anything in particular. You don't hear anything either. Nothing. Not a thing.
4: Okay.
3: I, I kind of like, you see me kind of like, like kind of scratching at the door with my paws, like indicating that maybe you guys
4: should try to open the door. Within my character description, uh, Sidious is just going to walk up and knock on the door. He's just going to walk up and knock knock on on Chang's door.
0: It's a... uh, You you don't hear anything. It sounds pretty hollow. One thing, uh, make a perception check.
3: Um, Would this be hearing?
0: Yeah, this is a hearing. Perception check. So, advantage, uh, that would be uh, 21. You you're able to you hear some kind of footsteps that are ways away like down at the end of the block
3: at the end of the block
0: yeah but coming towards you probably
3: i do that that um that dog like you know like one leg up like pointer and like i'm pointing my snout at the source of the noise
0: all right so someone is coming this general direction and from inside the house? No.
5: From, from down, down, down the street. street. Down the street. I'm guessing from where the old man ran with his wife.
0: Yeah.
4: And I ask,
5: should we just bust in?
4: I mean Sidious is gonna just turn the handle on the door.
0: Okay. The door is unlocked. Now you smell something. Now I smell something. Oh yes you do. What do I smell? Death.
4: We move into the house and shut the door? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Yep.
0: Sounds great. Yeah, the putrid smell is... You are in the antechamber, like in the front area of the house. Foyer. Yeah. Opens inward into a small antechamber. The room's about, oh, about eight feet long, eight feet wide or so. There's an open glass door at the far end, and you can see steps upstairs. And the putrid smell of blood and decomposition is nearly overpowering.
2: And...
3: and so I probably can't tell this where where it's coming from. No,
0: because it's just everywhere. It's gotten into everything. Oh
3: goodness. We should probably start looking around.
5: Can I take? I can't say that though. Can I take an opportunity to put support. on my uh, mage armor?
0: You can, sure.
5: All right. I do my my Power Ranger move again, and this time quieter, but still with just as much emphasis. <laughs> say, <laughs> <laughs> mage armor. i mean i'm gonna keep sniffing around like maybe try to
3: work my way
0: okay um the next room in is the living room yeah
3: just make a sweep
0: okay the room's in shambles there's broken furniture everywhere books all over the place another household debris dried blood is spattered over the uh sofa which sits in front of a picture window with curtains drawn facing the street A child is pinned to the east wall by a dagger which is stuck through its mouth and into the wall itself. Flies cover the corpse, and the room is filled with the sound of buzzing. You now know where the smell is coming from.
3: I mean, like, Rock is, like, visibly whimpering, and, like, just, like, he, he feels, like,
4: terrible at what he's seeing. Sidious is going to walk over to the child, pull the dagger out, and examine it, see if he can determine anything from it.
1: Kind yeah. helps
4: remove the child from the wall.
5: So, so we're already fucking with the crime scene?
4: Yes. Yes. Well, Sidious okay. is a cool bitch. He does not care who dies, as long as it's not him. Sorry, guys. But sucks to be y'all, because this cat's out for himself, hardcore where Hoblet will fight for his friends. He'll fight when necessary.
0: Kid got killed. (laughs) He's still dead. (laughs) He he
4: looks like... Hey, maybe you want to put one of your bandages on him? See if he comes back to life? I snarl at you. As hard as I can. Can we discern anything from the weapon that killed the child?
0: Um, a almost comically large military style knife, like
5: Rambo, like
1: K-bar. K-Bar.
0: Yeah, a slightly larger K-Bar.
4: So that's a knife.
0: You think that's a knife? Oh, you know, no, this is a that's knife. a knife. That is a lot of knife.
4: Is, uh, what's his face with us? Uh, Colonel Kutz or whatever?
3: Krauss? No, Krause?
0: he's still in the truck. Okay.
4: i surprised he didn't drive away after that scene. Until <laughs> <away. Yeah>, we <laughs> just created in the front fucking we killed the lady. i threw her to
0: hug.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, I won't be able to share this information with the party, obviously, because I can't speak, but I'm going to make a medicine check to determine how long ago this kid was killed. Okay. Uh, 15.
0: Looks like he's been dead for a couple of days. I mean,
3: right. I mean, I'm going to keep moving through Probably,
0: the house. yeah, coincides right about with when they dropped out of contact.
3: Yeah, I'm going to keep moving through the house. I feel keep like moving the basement, through the house. The basement All might right. be the so kitchen.
0: Opening off of the living room is a dining room. Oh, there you go. The living room opens into the dining room through the north wall. Mrs. Cheng's body lies against the north wall, twisted into a gross configuration and decapitated.
4: Is In... her head there still?
0: Yes, but it's not quite near her. Okay.
4: Clean cut. She ain't done fucked up yeah. good.
0: The broken remains of expensive china and glassware line the floor. Dining room table has been flipped over and several of the chairs are broken. And, um... Yeah, I would like everyone to... Uh, are you guys all investigating? Yes. Mm-hmm. Alright, um... Perception checks. Eight. Oh, man. Yeah, okay, so rock has well, an eight.
3: yeah. Well, unless unless it's with smell, then I'm going to go ahead nope. and roll it again. Nope, it's a visual. Yeah, no, so then no, just the five.
0: five. Two. Sidious has a two.
5: That's a one. Wait, hold on a second. So you rolled a two. <laughs> two you
3: rolled a two. two. I rolled a two. Like, like, all natural twos and then a natural one. So neither one, no, none of, no one rolled above, like, a natural two. Mm-hmm. That's... We are the worst investigators. <laughs>
4: Although I feel ever. like to some degree, Sidious is not really investigating. He's just like walking through this. Like nothing has jumped out at us yet. So like he just is looking at it as an old murder scene. People are dead, whatever, fuck it. Like we're just, we're just kind of walking through We're still for looking here. for Chang. Yeah, we're looking for Chang. Right. Like, we were, we came here with a
1: mission. Right. We haven't Cold. seen his dead body yet, right. so. Right,
0: right. Okay. So you don't necessarily see anything uh, as you're entering the room. Okay. Uh, what else are you guys doing in the dining room?
4: Is there any food still on the table?
0: <laughs> well, you there's nothing on the table. The table's been flipped over.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, seeing maybe- as how I, I didn't see anything in this room, I don't feel any need to further investigate because like my f- scan of the room didn't reveal anything okay so because of that i feel like i wouldn't have any desire to stay here okay i'm going to continue sweeping this first floor you know whatever the next room is
2: all right
0: so uh how about you hondo see like, the ground
1: uh, should we tell klaus what we found in here he's still outside right there's a bunch of dead bodies in
0: here. well do you really want to be going in and out
1: There wasn't somebody chasing us in? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Is that, we have, I, don't, I also don't want to be caught in here. I mean, All we right. heard footsteps. So uh,
0: what do you got, Sidious? Doing anything?
1: I'm heading upstairs.
0: You're going to be heading upstairs. All right, we'll cover that in a moment. Um, Melvin?
5: My first in- instinct is to check the basement. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Scooby Doo mystery on our hands. All right, split up. (laughs) Yes. So there's still there are still rooms on this floor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there are still rooms on this floor. Right. I was moving into whatever the next one attached. Okay. So you've got a there is a kind of a kitchen area. Right. Like the other main room, the kitchen is an absolute wreck. Glass utensils, pots, pans, cleaning stuff, canned goods are just everywhere. The refrigerator, well, the ice boxes doors are open. And everything that's in them has been pulled out and is just melted and rotting on the floor.
1: I mean, nothing else in here. So this is the first floor we've checked, right? The whole first floor. We've checked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you've only on you've only kind of glanced into the kitchen.
3: Right. I mean, I, I I guess like I can make it. I'll make a perception just to see if there's anything else. Uh, yeah,
0: making a perception is a good idea.
3: Uh, seventeen.
0: Seventeen. There's. Something sticking out of some melted stuff, like something shiny.
4: Just leave it. It's probably not. Shroud up to it.
0: Yeah, all right. It appears to be a crystal of some sort. A crystal. Yeah. Uh, color. Um. Shape. Looks kind of like a large quartz crystal.
4: Being a dog, do you have to bark so someone can come over and pick yeah. it up? Yeah, that's
1: what I Shiny thinking. things really catch. I
3: mean, I, mean I I mean. I mean, I could like pick it up with my teeth, but um, can I before Hondo walks in and steals this thing? Right. Can I? Uh, <laughs> can I just make an arcana check on it? Absolutely. Fourteen.
0: There's something about it, like something magical it's not. Or something yeah, there's something different. magical. Not quite sure what it is, but it's more than just a crystal.
3: I still have another wild shape. I'm gonna shift back into rock. Okay. And um, I mean, there's something about it, but it doesn't... I guess, I mean, from what I, my assessment, it doesn't feel dangerous. Um, it just feels there's something about it, so I will take it.
0: I will pick it up. Okay. Uh, you now have that one crystal. That uh, quartz crystal in your possession. So are you heading back out of the kitchen? Yes. Okay. Um... Just real quick, make an acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Yeah. Oh, good thing I'm... 14? 14. 14. So you just catch yourself as you are tripping over Mrs. Cheng's body.
3: <sighs> She's in the dining room?
0: She is, yeah. Her body is on the floor in the middle of the dining room. Right. Well, I catch myself. You catch yourself, but as your foot hits her, you hear something clink.
3: Well, let's inspect the body.
0: Hey, look at that. <laughs> um, so doing an, um, an investigation it would be an investigation, yeah. Yeah. I'm not as good at those.
4: <laughs> That's a net one.
0: You see nothing.
4: Matter of fact, I, I some do. of us feel like we saw you cop a feel real quick. And we're like, <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: Rock, come on.
3: What? I'm just searching the body. <laughs> and he says that with the most innocent look on his face um, I call, but I do call over Well, I don't even bother looking at Hondo because he's pissed me off today <laughs> so I, I call over to Melvin um, and tell him I heard something and I also found this strange crystal in the
2: kitchen mm.
3: and I show him the crystal but I said I heard something on the body or somewhere around the body but I couldn't seem to find it
5: let me take a look at that body it's dead right
3: Did that make it better?
0: (laughs) Better or better?
5: You know, there's a road we could go down here, guys, but let's take the high road. (laughs) It means Melvin is not comfortable around... uh, Live human women? Yeah, no, dead people. Or dead human women. (laughs) Or just human women. He he was just (laughs) bracing himself for looking at a dead body, man.
0: (laughs) All right, so you're bracing yourself. Make an investigation check on that corpse. I'm going to.
5: Let's see. That's a 14.
0: Okay. So, yes, in her hand is a medallion. <laughs> okay. The medallion has a raised skull-like face on one side and rune-like carvings on the other.
5: Can I do an arcana check?
0: Um. Well, hang on. It is okay. made of platinum. It's about four centimeters across. Mm-hmm. And uh, making a check, there is... I mean, there's something about it, but you can't really tell what's going on with the skull or the rune carvings on there.
5: Would a religion check be in order?
0: Um, sure, you can make one. It's a seventeen. A seventeen. So you can't read it, but you can tell that it's written in infernal. Infernal? Infernal.
5: Interesting. Yuki. Hey, no. Yeah, you're
3: walking
4: upstairs though. Yeah. So you don't need you're, you're not seeing any of this, no. I didn't want to be you guys were being weird with the dead bodies and shit. I'm out of here. Alright. <laughs> walking upstairs. I don't So yeah.
0: you are heading upstairs. Yep. Alright. Heading die. up into the second floor. You're you'll start out in the hallway. There's uh, a little bit of light still in the hallway. Some papers litter the floor in front of an open doorway.
4: Just one doorway up here?
0: Um, There are... The litters are in front of a doorway on the left. There's also another one further back on the left. And there's two on the right. Yeah, that's about it.
4: Let's, uh... Maybe... No, I'm in. I'm in it to win it here. I'm gonna just take a look in the room that's open. You said the one that's open the one with, with the uh, the papers. The papers in front of okay. it.
0: Okay. So the office has been completely destroyed. There's a cabinet at the end that's been turned over, and uh, there's drawers of the desk they've been pulled out all over the place. So there was a plant in a pot that's been torn out. So all of that's the just yeah, all of the papers which look like they're all like magical type stuff. Although you're not a Terribly magical person. It's it's all Greek to you, but it's all wizard crap. The potted plant's been uh, ripped out. There's still a closed box on top of the desk.
4: Perhaps it should not be closed anymore. Okay. Sidious can walk over and open that thing up. As it's it, is, it appears to be the only thing.
0: So you just roll up and open the box? Yep. Okay.
4: See ya. Bye. And he did roll up and open the box. That's what he did.
0: You are hit by three fragments from an explosion. Each do... Let's see, that's two, five, and four. So that's nine, ten, take eleven damage. And... The explosion blows out the windows on the front on the front of the on the side of that room. Think about
3: something up here, men.
0: <laughs>
3: As you say with like your hair and everything. Right. right, back. right. <laughs>
4: my my already blackened skin is blackened err.
3: I mean I'll I'll lumber my way up there and see what the hell he just did. So do I even... Is there there no chest on this table anymore? Is it just...
0: It's been destroyed. It was a booby-trapped box.
4: Don't open any boxes that you might find.
3: (laughs) What? I mean, Sidious, you see that the rest of the house is in shambles. Why would you expect an undisturbed item to be of anything not suspicious?
4: You found a crystal on the ground.
3: We don't need to talk about it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's safe with me.
0: Okay. So, um, you, with your good passive perception, can hear some yelling going on outside at street level. Oh, shit.
3: Uh, is there... Wait, the, win- the well, I mean, the window that just got blown the fuck out, is that on the side of the house? It's
0: on the side of the house. So if you're facing it from the front, it's on the left side of the house. I would
3: like to go maybe peer out the front window, maybe next to the door, if there is one.
0: Um... You can see that someone across the street has come out into his doorway and is looking around. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, boy.
3: I mean, he hasn't... doesn't seem like he's noticed the...
4: What house it is or what... yeah. Right.
3: Um, I will inform the group that, you know, um, Sidious's little stunt has definitely drawn some attention to us and that we should make haste because i feel like our time here is very limited <laughs> yes.
0: okay so from the office there's another room towards the front of the house mm-hmm. and then there's the other rooms on the second floor so right now sidious is on thing. the second floor and um rock you've gone up to the second yes. floor now correct yes all right.
3: Is there like those papers that are shown about the floor? I mean, those are just probably from the office, right? Those are They've probably been incinerated. Yeah,
0: now. just magical papers. A lot of them have been incinerated. Yeah. There's still a room in the front of the house. Okay,
3: well, let's check it out.
0: Okay, there is a magical supplies bag up there.
3: Ooh. But wait, undisturbed.
0: Um. Well, it's been tipped over, but it does look like the bag of magical supplies that was kind of mentioned in the same sentence as Chang.
3: Right. Um, I would like to just inspect it, though, to make sure that...
0: Okay. Do an investigation check yeah. on it.
3: Oh, it's not great.
0: Six? Six. So, it's a heavy bag, and you dump a whole bunch of stuff out of there? It still feels like a heavy bag.
3: Ah. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll very carefully lift it up. Okay. And hoisted over my shoulder
0: all right sounds good so you've got that bag so
3: that's that's one thing we came here to look for
0: all right so you've got that now you exit through the gallery area back into the office yep and there are still several other rooms up there
4: let's cross the hall from there
0: across the hall is a bedroom a teenager lies in a dried pool of blood at the foot of his bed his hands still clutch the bed sheets, which are half dragged off onto the floor. He was killed by a single sword thrust that severed his spine. There is a stain further up the bed where the assailant obviously cleaned off his blade. The room has been partially ransacked. So there's a dead Mrs. Chang and two dead kids. It's
3: horrible. I'll, I mean, I'll inspect the, the, the teenager as well. Okay. oh 20 that time. For investigation,
0: it is just a kid in his pajamas. Okay,
3: I yeah, just want to make sure there's, there's not like you know random things scattered about, but that's still horrible.
1: I'll move down the hall to the next. Is it the furthest door? There's two fur- fire doors we haven't gone in, or there's just one.
0: Left? There's still two more doors on this floor.
1: So I'll check the one on the right.
0: The one on the right, master bedroom has been thoroughly torn up. Among the debris, is on the yeah, is a short sword. And about 100 uh, 100 gold worth of various valuables, like jewelry and stuff.
4: You know what?
3: I have no interest in material possessions,
1: so. Hondo asks, can I put these in your bag? 100 gold stuff.
3: Just says whatever you need to do.
0: It sounds like they hit kind of a hard surface when they go into the bag. Is there anything else in the room? Uh, in the master bedroom? No. Is
3: that short sword?
0: Well, yes, there's a short sword. Anybody want a short sword? I have no interest in...
4: I have a dagger. I feel like I'm not going to use it even if I take it. Okay.
3: I mean, is the is the short sword look any... Yeah, does it look ornate it? or... Anything special about it or does it look like a pretty runaway No, it's, it's
0: a standard short sword. Yeah.
3: I'm wondering if that's the murder weapon.
0: The short sword is not.
3: No, no bodies in
0: here, though. That short sword looks like it has never been used. <laughs> Leave that alone. No, nobody's in there.
1: I have a feeling we're going into the basement soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, there is a basement still.
1: We, oh, have, one door one to we, we have, have one more room, room left. We, we do want well look room at it, but. Alright.
0: Yeah. There's a nursery. The baby's room, the one that was pinned uh, to the wall, Right. Uh, has been completely untouched. A child's clothes and playthings are neatly arranged around the room. I find
1: that creepier.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Like, ridiculously creepy.
4: I sort of want to ransack the baby's room. Just to make it okay.
5: seem like... <laughs> really? Yeah.
4: Sidious is going to go through everything.
0: Everything, everything?
4: Everything, everything. Hopefully okay. not blow myself up again.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, are we talking yeah, about, like, literally <laughs> everything? Make a perception check. We're going to call it perception, actually. Uh, make that an investigation with that roll. I'm sorry. 13. A 13. So when you go tearing into the crib mattress, you find about 500 gold worth of notes in there. Really? Yeah.
4: Okay. So Chang was shitting in somebody's mouth and not. <laughs> is, that the, is that the phrase? Is that, the, is that how you
3: say it? Is that shop that's doo-doo, baby.
0: That's... <laughs> I literally can't even right now. <laughs>
1: okay so we're really running low on time here we really are yeah
0: you guys really are running low on time but um there is let's a basement let's get into the basement I
3: mean let's check it out let's now truck into okay. we need to get the, we the hell out of here we got, we got, we got.
0: the basement's unfinished and filled with junk on the boxes of old stuff unused and broken furniture piles of wood uh they've been disturbed otherwise the area appears to have been more or less overlooked by the Raiders. There's a um, kind of a washing tub at the far end of the basement.
3: No sign of Chang.
0: Yep. So. And uh, does anyone have uh, dark vision?
4: Yeah. I actually don't. In I have Curtis dark Hondo. vision.
0: You have dark vision. 60 okay, so wow. you would be. Able to I was gonna in
4: say day. something at the beginning, like, "Oh, great, my guy's got sixty foot of dark vision," but I didn't want to start that. But it turns out, only half of us have dark vision. F and A cotton. I mean, F I, have, I have dark vision when I'm shapeshifted. Yeah. So I, I also have dark vision. Sixty okay. foot worth.
0: Alright, so uh, do you guys with Dark Vision want to investigate the basement? Hell yeah. yeah. Alright, make some investigation
4: checks. Dang. Eight. Eight. We
1: Six.
0: Melvin. Alright, so nothing <laughs> appears to be all that special in the basement.
1: Give one uh... them
3: the inspiration. Mm-hmm. No. I don't
1: think so.
4: I don't think so. You
3: can, actually.
4: But no, it's not worth it. Not to find out what's in a crusty basement. Yep. Unless it's Chang's body and it saves us like the whole. No,
0: nope. There is no Chang to be found just yet.
4: Well, are we headed back out towards the commotion that we started earlier? I'm 500. There are no other rooms in this building. I am
5: 500 gold richer, so. Yeah. We've checked all the rooms. On the first floor, do we check all the rooms? We've check the, yeah, checked the. You've checked pretty much the whole room, uh, first floor. Yeah. The
0: whole, yeah. Check the second floor. Yeah. And we'll... Did a cursory check of the basement.
5: Right, because we can't, you know,
0: perceive anything. Yeah. And, uh... Can I just,
5: like, walk into the basement further and see if I stumble over anything?
0: Um, you managed to not stumble over anything else. Is there anything specific you're looking at in the basement? I'm going to look at the washtub. Okay, you look at the washtub. Um, make a second perception check around the washtub. It's a 15. That's a 15. Something is not quite right on the wall behind the washtub. tub. Okay. So there is a secret panel behind the wash tub that opens into another room, and it isn't completely shut. It isn't completely shut? Yeah. Fuck. And behind that panel is a lever.
4: <laughs> Don't uh, push the red button. It's not red, it's a lever. It's <laughs> always a red button.
5: How far away am I from the, from the lever?
0: Um, well, if you're looking at the washing tub not far
5: okay I'm gonna mage hand the lever I was just gonna
0: okay. say back up you mage hand the lever the lever opens a secret door on the north wall revealing a secret room
2: mhm
0: is the room lit um it is but only faintly like a couple of uh pretty much burnt to the nub candles in there All right okay. so i these are my... these were some long use candles right I'll
3: work my way out to where the light is cause I can okay. see a little bit now okay
0: an old scrying rig sits on a coffee-stained wooden table. A broken what the cup hell is lies a scrying rig. Essentially a way of using magic and crystals to communicate, Wow. And locate. Yeah. Ah. But in this in this situation it would be outbound communications. Hmm.
3: So this is probably how he was communicating with um Arian Black or like his people.
0: Yep.
5: Sort of like a magic ham radio Right Interesting Anything else noteworthy in here?
0: Okay, so there's a notepad on the table okay. With the number 109 written on it You got that And there's a broken cup on the ground I think I mentioned that already
3: Anything special about the cup? Um,
0: so on the notepad there's 109 There's also 34221 Written on there All right. So does anyone want to make, like, um, is there an intuition check? Insight? Insight. Yeah. If anyone wants to make an insight check. I'm very wise. Yeah.
3: I'm not. Only 10, though.
0: Only 10. Okay. Hey, anybody
4: else? 19.
0: 19. All right. So I think you can kind of put this together, that... He was about to transmit with this rig before something disturbed him, and he had to get the hell out of Dodge.
2: Mm -hmm. Right.
3: Hmm. So he took off and left his family
5: in the dust to die. Brutally.
0: Yeah, to get pretty fucking brutally murdered.
5: He might be hiding somewhere. Do you think he might be hiding somewhere? Not in
3: this house. No. It's been turned over.
5: Not this one room we're in.
3: Oh yeah, but this is just, we're in the room.
5: Yeah. There's nothing else in here. I don't know.
3: I mean, Chen took off. I don't know where. Is there another safe, is there another panic room, you know? <laughs> Does he have like a, like a transmission room and a panic room?
5: I don't know. I'm gonna... Right. Melvin, uh, just sort of, uh, calls out into the dark. You know, cautiously.
0: Chang, if you're in here...
5: <laughs> God damn it.
0: <laughs> from outside the front door, you hear, Who's there?
3: Outside the That's front the door, door, door of the house? The yeah. We're in the basement. We can hear that shit? We can hear that shit?
0: Yeah. Well, there was an explosion a little while ago, right. and now someone's hearing voices from inside the house. Yeah.
3: So, about that... I, I think asking it, who's I there. I didn't is, say it loud enough. I said... I would like to... Take this moment to cast Pass Without a Trace.
4: Wait, can you shapeshift again?
3: Not right now. I'm actually going to cast Pass Without a Trace instead. And give us all plus 10 to our stealth and make us undetectable except by magic.
5: Thank you. First of all, I want to say, I didn't say that loudly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just in case. Now they if they come in, they won't probably be able to see us. He's going to say you should shapeshift into Chang going into the door. <laughs> no, I like, mean, so Wild shake. Like? No. no, and I can only shape shift into uh, challenge rating one or lower again that I've encountered before. So um, now we're all masked by uh, magic. All right. And the front door was the only way out of this
4: house. Yeah. You didn't hear anyone respond I'm in the house. So Cheng's probably not. Oh here. no! I blew up a couple windows on the second yeah. floor. We could hop out of. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Also true. (laughs) On our way in I'm gonna pick up that cup and see if anything's wrong
0: with it. No, it it was just broken when it got quickly swept off the door. I do think Uh, we
5: should duck out the window
1: instead of the front door. Yeah. So what's your move
4: pass without a trace? We going out the front door, we hopping out the windows. Well I would like to come in hopefully back?
3: No, there's no back door. One way in, one way out which is really inconvenient yeah. for the person who was tending the garden in the back, that they have to walk all the way around the house every time yeah. they want to go water the plants but i I listen I'm not the architect um I mean we need to we need I, I mean I think Chen is I think Chen is long gone what I don't think he's in this house anymore. so okay.
0: yeah would, yeah it's,
3: it's time I would like to see maybe if we can wait out the person at the front door because that's the way out. I'm not hopping out A second story
4: window I'm a No I'm just thing. saying They've heard voices And we blew up A second story room On this house Like they're not Just gonna be like Oh probably nothing's Going yeah, on Yeah well
3: I mean If nosy neighbor's Gonna walk in the house Then we'll, we'll We'll just sneak out Right past him And get into the truck And get the fuck out Is kind of what
4: I'm saying Is the truck still out front? Um we're not,
3: we're still at the Yes place, it
0: is so.
4: Okay We hope it is <laughs> We'll hop
0: yeah, as far as you know, the truck okay. is still there. So can we, we sneak upstairs? We sneak upstairs. I mean, okay. We still
3: kind of have to roll stealth, but you get plus 10, so yeah. don't fuck it up. Right. Plus 10 plus whatever bonuses you already have. So 22. I got a, yeah, 26. 30. Right. Yeah, Hondo? 9 and
0: 19. Yeah, it's going it be fine. Okay, so everybody makes it up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Not long from now, then, maybe within a couple of minutes... Looks like a couple of city guardsmen coming through the front door.
3: Oh, boy, and they're going to walk into quite a fucking grisly scene. Oh, yes, they are.
0: You are now in the middle of an active murder investigation.
3: Okay, is the front door wide open still?
0: Yes, it is, although you couldn't tell if there are any people out front.
3: Right. Well, we're going to just continue our slow and steady creep walk. Yes. Walk. Trying to make sure that we keep a wide berth of any other humanoid
5: people...
0: In That's this house. Great. As you're making down, da- coming down the stairs, I would like another stealth check from everyone.
5: Coming down the stairs. Yes. No. Coming down what stairs? Going out the front door. You were door. on the oh. you
0: you were on the second floor. If you're looking to escape. No, we
5: were in the basement. We came up the basement stairs.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you went to the second floor. No,
5: no,
3: no, no. We went just from the, the first okay. Floor. So you're basement coming up from floor. the basement. I apologize. Yeah, we're moving our way towards the front door. Yes. Yeah, we're already on the first floor.
0: Yeah. Well, now you're coming back up to the first floor from the basement, right?
3: yes I thought, I thought that, that, that was, was the the that first point. role that was the initial where it was like sneaking your way upstairs
0: oh okay yeah upstairs all right yes so should have clarified you are stealthed in the vicinity of the dining room kitchen yes in pretty much the same room are at least no less than two detectives uh-huh. looking to detect things right if you're gonna yeah if you want to try to make it out the door Make some stealth checks. I mean,
3: I can't teleport us out of here, so like I don't know how else to get out. Yeah. I can
4: teleport myself out of here, but I can't teleport
3: y'all. Are all
0: literally of us in the of middle here. of an active murder investigation.
1: Are we still yeah. undetectable in everything but magic?
4: We are
0: only able to be detected
1: by magical means, unless we roll like a negative 10.
0: Even then, I mean, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Spell out to me exactly how is pass yes, well, without I trace. I will. read works. you the exact text. Good, because I feel like this is really important, right? This now. This is very
3: important <laughs> for our survival. Yeah. We're gonna get killed. So I really don't want to use that get out of jail free card because it's gonna cost us.
0: Cost a lot. You're not getting out of jail for an auto accident or beating up a random. A rando veil of a fucking, shadows uh, and silence
3: radiates from you.
0: Yeah. Masking
3: you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus of dexterity stealth checks, and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. Okay. For up to an hour. For up to an hour, and I'm concentrating on it.
0: That doesn't make you invisible, it just means they can't follow you except by magical means. I mean,
3: it's a veil of shadows and silence radiating from me, masking myself and my- So pet. we're just Yeah, yeah. Showed, yeah we're yeah. just like shadows.
0: Yeah, well, make those, make those stealth checks, because yep. I feel like make... that could still be yeah. bumbled. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Could be. 21.
0: Are we going to go full hapless heroes on that? 28. 28. Okay, how about uh, this side of the table from uh, Sidious and uh, Melvin? Is
5: this a new roll?
0: Yes, this okay. is a new roll for everyone.
5: Did you just roll that? God damn it. 13. <laughs> uh,
0: that's what? 15. 12. 12? That is good enough. I'm giving you guys this pass. Lord! Because if anybody got below a 10, you were all properly fucked we with something serrated. Of, yeah, we couldn't have gotten below a
4: 10. Right, that's why mine was the second lowest You would roll. have to net one it to Yeah, like fuck well, it up. Yeah,
0: But that you would still have done it. for it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I still have to fish for the ones, especially at this table. In the
3: active inverter investigation. <laughs> that we're <laughs> sneaking of. There's boat two boat. dead kids here. I'm so glad I prepared and that And dead happened. woman. And a dead woman.
0: Not to mention the dead neighbor,
4: and yeah, the exploded bomb. <laughs> well, we know that
3: Fran. Did, we know that Fran killed. The I feel lady like next I've door.
0: gone way too easy on you guys. Tonight. <laughs> you really have,
3: and I really appreciate it because this has been a shit show. <laughs> um, I mean, can we just sneak out the fucking front door and like hop in the truck and hopefully nobody yeah, notices? That's what we're going for.
0: That's that's going to be a close one. Um, yeah. Um, there are several other detectives out on the front lawn. Of course, they are. Yeah. And you have to get past them to get to the truck. Let's do it, guys.
3: All right. If you fuck up, Hondo, don't forget you have inspiration. Or if somebody fucks up here, give them inspiration. Yes. I found the
0: two. All right, what do we got, Melvin? Uh, it's a 32. 32, that's absolutely fantastic. How about you, Sidious? A 19. A 19. Hondo? It's
1: 29.
0: All right. And...
1: 28.
0: 28. Okay, so you guys make it somehow into the back of the truck. Oh my
3: god. We're just gonna give it like a. Do you know what they do to a, kid a very killers light in jail? I'm oh like
5: the. Like I'm, weird I'm, the just I'm just gonna do a message to the, uh, the driver. Oh yeah, a telepathic little message. Telepathic here. message. What's this guy's name again? Oh, Colonel
0: Krauss. Colonel Krauss. <laughs> Corporal, Corporal Krauss, I'm get sorry. the fuck out of Kutz. here. We fucked up
5: inside real, real bad.
0: He, he breathes yeah, out under it, his breath. Yeah. Everything you do is a fuck up. Everything. Somehow you have managed to fuck up breathing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand, everyone is just going to lay the fuck low for a minute, and we are somehow going to get this truck out of here, and if I hear one goddamn word from any of you, Mrs. Piazza will not be the only dead person on this block.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Piazza.
4: That nice old lady with the dog, what was her name?
5: (laughs) I'm just <laughs> loving the the innocence of this dude Thinking that Mrs. Piazza was the only oh, dead person in the Right He, has he no wasn't idea in the, the house He
0: doesn't seen. know Yeah, You don't know what I've seen man he Drive He manages him, man. to start up the vehicle And roll away slowly And as he hits the first stop sign And makes a right Okay so tell me What the hell happened in there
3: so we proceed to tell them about the dead bodies. Oh,
0: you've got to be fucking kidding me.
3: <laughs> and the bag and the lack of Chen. What about the bomb. bag? We have the bag. I okay. have
0: the bag. So we've got a bag. Yep. There's something There's up. no Cheng. There's something There's three dead bodies. And I'm supposed to be happy about a fucking bag. I
3: found a, a crystal. We also oh
0: have. my gosh! The hippie <laughs> found crystal. Whoopie fucking dude. And,
3: and in a secret room downstairs, we found this notepad that had um, several number sequences written on them.
0: Maybe well, tra- look at that. Tra- the tree person knows what numbers look like.
3: I am not having any of this. <laughs> I am just going to put
5: on a smile, and just nod. I told you this guy's a. But dick. I'm screaming on the inside.
3: <laughs> I'm screaming on the inside well,
5: Was it, Wasn't there something like weird in the bag? Like, Didn't we like not fully inspect the bag? I didn't bag look at all on the bag yeah. I
3: just took it it's, it's probably like a bag of holding or something the fact, yeah. Given the fact that like it took a, a second for something to out. clink yeah. Before it went into the bag And the fact that things fall out of it and it's still heavy uh, But that's metagaming
5: That being said did,
0: you, oh my well, God. did
5: someone find a medallion? I found a medallion with. I found a medallion and writing an in
0: infernal. Oh wait, yeah, you can read that. I
4: Sidious. can, but I don't know if he said it out loud. Did he, had... he? He just said. It he
0: out. yeah. He just said right. it in character voice. So. Bring I'm it o- Melvin. <laughs> oh boy. We know.
4: <laughs> Sidious did? motions for him to bring it over as he wants to take a look and try to read. All right. Well, not try to read. He can read. Yes. Sidious is literate.
0: It is definitely in that. The runes are identifiable as uh, Infernal, but they mean nothing, as if the engraver strung together the letters KQWPMT.
5: Kill motherfucking Depeche Mode.
0: <laughs> that means nothing to me. It's not even like an anagram. There's no vowels. Yeah, it's, it's just gibberish and Infernal. Huh. So you guys have got that, and you are en route back to the safe house. With a Corporal Krause who is finding whole new ways to be disappointed in all of you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I happens. mean,
0: four dead bodies, an explosion, and police on the scene.
3: Oh, the dead bodies we weren't didn't our end fault. End up,
1: didn't you? And Whoa. we're not
3: shook. <laughs> okay, <laughs> one of them might <laughs> have been.
4: <laughs> what was that nice old lady's <laughs> name with the dog?
0: Oh, Mrs. good old Mrs. Piazza. Piazza.
4: Mm. <laughs> Whatever happened to her?
0: She's fucking dead.
5: <laughs>
3: uh, I, feel, uh, I, mean, I feel
4: awful about that,
5: and I
3: do feel awful about Shang's family as well. The dog is
5: only stunned, so there's that. <laughs> at least, you, I, at least you were, dog mean, the is still alive. I mean, I
3: did try to sniff its butt in an effort to uh,
0: yes. pacify it. Gold Mr. Piazza <laughs> will come home after burying his wife of 50 years to find a mildly concussed poodle.
4: Ugh. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh, this was a bad day, guys. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this was a bad day. I, I found 500 day. gold and got to see a bunch of dead bodies. So. Yeah, maybe don't say that out loud. <laughs> no, it wasn't a bad day.
0: All right. A good day. So you make it back to the house. Uh-huh. And I imagine you want to report to Raul Merced.
3: Yeah, we're going to do that, but I'm definitely going to look dejected as we walk our way in to meet him.
5: I think we should definitely let him know that there's something up with this bag. Yeah.
0: So, Corporal Kraus has given me a minor briefing, but I would love to hear from the horse's mouth. So, I'm not, gentlemen, what do you have? I'm not talking anymore. You this shouldn't have been in the first place. Not my
4: strong suit. We found a bag.
0: A bag. And... and... A
4: heavy, endless bag?
0: Did anyone bother to look in the bag?
4: We mm-hmm. emptied it out? No, no,
0: we didn't. Okay. Slung it over my shoulder, we Dumping crap out of a bag and looking in a bag are not the same thing.
4: We did not look in the bag. No, sir. Nobody looked in the bag. Hondo with his
1: inspiration.
0: You are, without a goddamn doubt, the worst investigators I have ever <laughs> seen. <laughs>
3: I, I take the bag off my shoulder and open it up and peer inside.
0: Okay, it looks empty.
3: I reach my hand in.
0: So you hit a surface that hits your hand before you would expect the bottom of the bag to be there. Before? Yes.
3: And I'm just going to feel it?
0: It feels like a hard surface.
3: Can I, Is there anything to grab onto?
0: You can feel around. I would make a, an investigation check. K-19. Yes. There's an easy little uh, area at the end where you can lift up the very obvious false bottom of this bag.
3: Yeah, I'm going to lift it up.
0: And out you pull a notebook, some shipping invoices, and what appears to be some rudimentary photographs? Or something like photographs. Some sort of magical daguerreotype, maybe? I don't know.
3: Okay. Well, let's look at them. We'll spread them out like a table or something. All right. Maybe, maybe put them up on like a big board. We'll get like some red string. Yeah. Start maybe tying things together. You know.
0: These are copies and not originals.
3: <laughs> they're what?
0: So none copies of the yeah, originals. these are all okay. none of these are originals, but they're all copies. One of them is a notebook. The copied pages contain about a hundred names and figures. So names and dollar amounts.
3: I mean, we're discussing this with Raúl. Yes. For, yeah. So.
0: Oh. So, I'll look into these names. What else do we have? We have shipping invoices. Each of these reveals a delivery of 5 to 10 crates, each labeled food. And they're going to a shipping company that's towards the southwest side of the city.
3: Obviously the next stop,
0: The Binion Shipping Company. Binion? Binion. B-I-N-I-O-N. A handwritten, delivered, appears at the bottom of all but the most recent invoice, and each of them has a cargo shipping ID number.
3: Is the ID number 109-34221? No. It,
0: 109 and 34221 are two different things. Fair enough. Just asking. Yep. And then there are photos. What or are something f- like photographs.
4: Photos of nudes?
0: It, it's... It, well, it's something none of you guys have ever been exposed to before. It's, like, still no, it's... images of real life printed on paper. Yeah. I mean, which I'm... is absolutely, God, for you, this is mind-blowing. Yeah. I, like, I, you've never seen I'm actually even, like, like peering into
3: it to see if maybe there's, like, this is, like, an yeah. extra-dimensional space or something yeah. that I'm, like, looking into.
0: So, different things. The first, an exit sign, like off of a roadway, that reads, The Cenital Industrial Park. The second is a paved road leading into what looks like an industrial complex of some kind. Like a bunch of buildings used for something. Around it is a really high fence with barbed wire at the top. A sign on the lawn says, Binion's Shipping. The fast with the finest. Okay, so this is like
3: our desk. This is like just...
0: This is, yeah, a place. A place. Third photograph, a turnoff leading down a road into the woods. The fourth, a close-up of two Rottweiler-looking dogs roaming between two tall fences, which seem to be about 10 feet apart. So in the fifth photo is an absolutely gorgeous woman wearing probably a little less clothing than she should be in public. Nice. But still wearing it in public. Nicer. In the background is a jewelry store, Jewels International. She's a pretty hot chick, but you don't know who she is, in front of a Jewels International. The sixth photo is a carriage with horses backed up to a loading bay at the complex scene in the other pictures. There are two heavily armored guards in plate mail And carrying what appear to be some fairly ornate long swords. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And they're just watching over this shipment being unloaded. The seventh, a picture of a fancy government building taken from across the way. This is definitely marble, and there appear to be, you know, steampunk elements on it.
3: Is, did did we see this building maybe on our train ride in like was it maybe something um
0: from... there are so many huge buildings so, you wouldn't be not. able to pick this one out okay yeah you can ask around at the table maybe someone here would know you haven't seen it before though. yeah i
3: mean well i guess we're gonna show it to a uh, role
0: yep and that appears to be city hall of tarantus yes tarantus city hall
3: okay This is intriguing.
0: <clears throat> yeah. The eighth picture, um, city guardsmen stand in front of the entrance to the, uh, that building. They stand at the top of the stairs with their hands folded behind their backs. The ninth picture, a hallway is seen from someone peeking around a corner. A gate blocks passage down the hallway. And the tenth picture is the Mayor of Tarantis. Having a drink of some sort of clear liquid at a bar, could be water, could be a highball full of vodka, for all you know.
3: Is there like some sort of cork board we can put all these up on? Yeah.
5: Do we have any red yarn <laughs> at our disposal? <laughs> yeah. Is there an lovely there are, picture? There are really no dots to connect at this point, though. But well, yeah. right, we don't know. What did we did we hear all the contents of all the pictures?
0: Yeah. So those are the contents of all the pictures. So we've got that out of the out of the magical supplies bag. You've got the medallion that um, has a very distinct skull motif and some characters in Infernal that you can't quite decipher.
3: It's yeah. Some sort of you've magical crystal. The
0: notes, and you've got the crystal. Yes. So are we doing anything with the crystal?
3: Well, I'm going to put it on the table with the rest of the stuff
0: interesting Merced says this definitely looks like it could be something containing stuff some of the mages around here have taken to putting information in these crystals
2: Oh
3: is there someone we can have that can read it
0: that's possible and uh, Merced steps out into the hallway and brings in uh, brings in a mage. The mage comes in with uh, some specialized equipment and puts the crystal in and points the thing at the white wall and starts channeling some power into it. And some images start coming up on the wall as though they're being projected out of the crystal. Huh. These seven grisly pictures show the mayor wasting people near open graves, like executing them and dumping them into open graves somewhere in the woods.
4: Bitch. Jesus Christ. Oh.
3: This guy looks like a fucking terrible person.
4: Chang found some shit. Chang found some shit.
0: The ground is covered with pine needles, and at least one of the pictures large, large flower petals appear, and they are bright red.
3: Um, I would like to maybe just just see if I know what these flowers are.
0: Um, they're I don't know, red cibisca. Red cibisca. There you go. Red cibisca. Got and it. And they are native to the area
3: well that's going to be helpful for me, for me later on the reason I ask is because I have I can cast as a ritual uh, locate animals slash plants yeah and I might be able to ritual oh, cast yeah. that and locate the lo- you know find the location of where those flowers are and we might find like the location of these graves mm.
0: so to speak all right so Raul Merced stands up from his uh, well appointed chair at the end of the table well gentlemen it looks like you've got your work cut out for you we have a little bit of investigating to do here. That's for sure.
5: We're really good at that.
3: I, I mean, Rock is visibly, <laughs> visibly upset at the actions of this mayor. You know? Like, he looks disturbed. This is, this is not what he came back to civilization to find. You know, he did not expect this. Um, that, you know, people could still be so horrible. Um, so he's gonna rest and we're gonna get right back at it
0: yep and that will happen the next time we choose to reinvestigate this arc at some unknown point in the future but ladies and gentlemen we have been the hapless heroes on our first extended special and it's so nice to be bringing this to you guys uh if anyone's interested the uh the um module that i'm adapting is called injection it's for Battlelords of the 23rd century and uh that game is made by uh ssdc incorporated uh they were a buffalo local company uh they're really awesome i believe they're working on a new uh edition of that game it's definitely something worth checking out but anyway we have been the hapless heroes and to my left playing rock we have francesco good night Playing Hondo the Merciless, we have John. Good night. Portraying Sidious, we have James. Till next time. And last but not least, portraying Melvin, we have Zach.
5: I'm Melvin (laughs) Illuminumion.
0: Thanks so much for uh, listening, guys, and putting up with three hours of me bloviating into a mic it's been it's been awesome and we'll see you next time thank you
3: uh if you guys like what you heard you know you can find us on twitter we're at hapless heroes or you can drop us a line at haplessheroes at gmail.com i want to just throw a shout out out to uh tim at tabletop audio he's been providing and helping us provide all of the amazing soundscapes you've been hearing that kind of help give us you know give some breathe some life into these worlds that you know, myself and Dave are lovingly craft. And uh, I just want to say thank you all for sticking with us and, 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 you know, understanding that, you know, life happens and sometimes we have to adapt and just do little things like this to fill in the gaps in time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but trust me, this, this is going to have an impact on the story when everything catches up to That's itself. That's right.
3: This is all canon.
0: Yeah. Oh, God.
3: So uh, with that, I guess I love all of you. And thank you, Dave, for writing this on such short notice.
0: Yeah, no name. problem. This is, this is going to keep going. Like this, we've only just scratched the surface I of know. the I'm, here.
3: I'm deeply intrigued and I want to do this again like yeah. tomorrow. <laughs>
0: True. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Well, right. At some point, uh, now that I've got a, uh, time, I actually have to write character encounters for this. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah.
5: All right,
2: good night, everybody. All right, good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.